Yo, yo, what's good? Y'all know what time it is, man. Another episode of Customer Oh, boy with the capital trucker hat, Young Quan, I'm saying, and I'm always joined by the coolest man in the world, Jay Cooley. Whew. Chills. Hey, it's cold in here, baby. It's cold in here. <laughs> and y'all know yeah. what it is. Sylvan A. Smith, Sylvan Nadon, Sylvan LaCute. You see the ring, man. You oh, he flexing. I mean? You see the ring. You see it. Noise. You know what I mean? This ain't Yo, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Captain. That was a it's Captain Planet movie, man. It's not. <laughs> he, he just don't want y'all to rob him. It's all good. It's all good. Yo, Sylvan, <laughs> your, your rants... <laughs> no, Sylvan, man. Your, your rants are becoming a legendary part of this podcast, man. Like The, the people at home are loving these rants, bro. When you start screaming and you start looking up, it's, it's they know it's up. I just want to I want to let everybody know that none of these rants are really planned at all, dog. Like Quan <laughs> just Quan will egg me on and then it's just like I lose it. Like I really hey. do be losing it, dog. So for real. I'm glad it, I'm glad it's entertaining though cuz I I you know, I'm passionate. I'm a passionate person. Hey, what did what did Dylan Brooks say? I poke bears. This is what I do, <laughs> baby. I poke bears. <laughs> Are, let Dylan us know though. Brooks. Are we getting another rant today? Are we getting oh, another yeah. angry rant today? Might be getting like six. Might be getting six oh. today. It's a lot going hey, on. Oh, he says six. Hey. Might be. It's, it's a lot going hey, it's on. It's a bro. whole it lot is. going on. And look, obviously, we got topics that we got to get into, but we got to address the elephant in the room like right away, bro. Like, just give me your quick thoughts because we're going to get into it later, but give me your quick thoughts, man. Right now, the internet is crashing the hell out, bro. Wrestling Twitter is in a meltdown. The IWC is going crazy. The Rock has bullied Cody Rose out of his WrestleMania match. Do y'all think this is justified? <laughs> do y'all think this out? <laughs> do y'all think this outcry, this outpour of anger, is justified? I just want to first. I just want to start off by saying I've never seen an outrage like this on Twitter <laughs> before in my life. This is insane. Yeah, we it's want crazy. Cody trending for like four days. What what are we what are we talking about? Like this really trending, like really trend. Is this trending like yeah. for you page type? Like this is really number one in the world trending for four days Bruh. straight, bro. TMZ talking about it. My mama talking about it. My dad, <laughs> I don't know, talking about it. Like it's crazy. Everybody talking about it. <laughs> Everybody talking about it. Like I, imagine hey. you get a text from your dad after like twenty years, just being like, "Yo, you see what's going on with Cody Rhodes in the Rock." Uh, Wow. Sylvan, give me your quick thoughts, man. Is this justified? No. Absolutely not. I'm no? I'm embarrassed. I'm very I'm embarrassed by the IWC. <laughs> it's Uh-oh. really sad. And I'm gonna really get into it later, but y'all, y'all are so embarrassing. Yeah, I feel like Tyler the Creator when he brought Drake out and everybody started booing at Cubs. Oh. That's how I feel they about wanted y'all. Frank. Yeah, because y'all wanted Frank Ocean. <laughs> That's how I feel about y'all, man. Y'all Yo, are embarrassing. Comparison. Fun fact, Truly fun fact. I was there. I was there when when, when Drake hit the stage. And, I was, Did you and I was booing too. I'm like, oh. no. I wanted to see Frank, bro. I wanted to see Frank. I'm sorry. Uh, embarrassing. Yeah. Truly embarrassing. Yeah, man. IWC. I think WWE might pivot, bro. They we, they might fold. WWE might fold and listen to the fans because uh, they going crazy. I, that'll be too much back and forth, back and forth. I don't know, man. That'll be too much. Right. Right, but we'll get into all that later, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And also, if you're not already, please subscribe. We're trying to get to a thousand. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers, so, so we need your help, man. Please subscribe if you're tuning in, but not subscribed yet. And if you are, drop a comment below and let us know how much you love us, because we know you do, baby. That was very arrogant of me. Why I say that? <laughs> hey, man. All right, <laughs> you know what it is, baby. You know what it is. 
All right, so fellas, I had a topic I wanted to bring to the podcast because we were talking about it earlier in the week, right? We were somehow we landed on on the conversation of industry plants for some reason. And if you don't know what an industry plan is out there, um, first of all, where have you been for the last twenty years? Like the world is full of them. But um, an industry plant is someone in entertainment that has been placed into a position that they might not necessarily have worked towards or worked hard enough to get or even might not even be qualified for. Um, And it's usually by secret powers that be in secret connections. Now, obviously, one of the people that has been accused of being an industry plant lately is Shorty from TikTok. What's her name? Bobby? Bobby Altoff? Oh, oh yeah, 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 the podcast yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 podcast, yeah. I, I don't know why I almost said Bobby Schmurder, bro. <laughs> but Bobby, white white girl Bobby, she's been accused yeah. of being an industry plant because somehow overnight she she ended up with interviews with like Drake and Lil Yachty, Quavo, Offset, like all these people who are very selective about who they sit down with. They all ended up sitting next to her and doing interviews. So a lot of people started accusing her of being an industry plant, and I was confused when I saw this because I'm like, who is this girl? How does she get any of these interviews? Like, I don't know her and nobody I know knows her. So how does she get these interviews? I go to her TikTok or Instagram and I find out that she actually has a pretty big following. So now I'm questioning, am I just out of touch and not in tune with what's going on? But then I dig a little deeper and I realize, oh, she's been signed to WME from the very beginning, which is one of the biggest talent agencies in the world. And would you fellas care to guess what talent agency all these people she sat next to and interviewed on camera are signed to as well? The same one as hers. Exactly. <laughs> so, of course, she got to sit next to them. She might be an industry plant. And I see this with, like, hip-hop music all the time, right? Like, I can't I can't talk about how many times I've seen the XXL freshman list dropped and, like, half the names are people I've never heard of in my life. And I'll ask all my homies, all my homies in the industry, who are these people? And... Most of them don't know who any of these people on the double XL freshman list are, but then I'll like search their name and I'll realize, like, yo, whoever this guy is, he's in pictures with Justin Bieber. He's in a studio with, I don't know, Trey Songs, Pete, like all these random A-list artists. So now I'm questioning whether I'm just out of touch or is something else at play. So then I'll search this person on Spotify and I'll realize, wait, this person actually has like millions of stream every month. So like how how did this person get to this point without me knowing? I like to I like to assume that I am very tapped in when it comes to music. I like to assume that I know what's going on. So when I see these artists with all these plays and all these followers that I've never heard of, I get kind of confused. But then I dig deeper and it's like, wait a minute. This guy is actually signed to Elliot Grange, whose father is Lucian Grange, who's the most iconic, most powerful person in music. And then I dig a little deeper and it's like, wait a minute. Oh, this person's uncle used to be... I don't know, CEO of Def Jam in 2005. And then it starts to make sense. Like, wait, this dude might be an industry plant, right? So the question I wanted to bring to you guys is, does this idea of an industry plant exist in pro wrestling? Like, does it? And I think it's an easy answer, to be honest. I think that it's a very easy yes. And I think that the biggest example of it would be our current universal champion, Roman Reigns, right? Because, hey... I'm just saying, because let's really look at it. From the very beginning, Roman Reigns was put into position to succeed. Like, people forget, the original shield was Seth Rollins, John Moxley, and Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. But someone saw Roman Reigns, they saw the fact that he was 6'3", 
He had long, gorgeous hair. He looked like a star. They saw this and they said, you know what? Get that Chris Hero guy out of here. We're putting Roman Reigns in this, um, this faction, right? So the faction comes to TV and obviously the faction does what it does. But after it disbands, Roman got skyrocketed straight to the top. Like we never saw Roman Reigns have to fight for his position or even struggle. Like Roman was never really allowed to struggle, right? From the very beginning, WWE's main objective was to make Roman happen despite how the fans felt about it. And I say he was never allowed to struggle because sometimes we see wrestlers come along who are destined for greatness. They get the rocket ship on them early. But at some point, they kind of fall towards the wayside a little bit. We're, we're kind of seeing it with Austin Theory right now, right? Where like he might have had the ball and was running with it at one point, but now he's kind of in the background a little bit. He might be in catering some weeks and not on TV. And when he is on TV, he might be wrestling job matches and losing. And eventually, these people kind of figure it out and they get back to the position that they used to be in. But we never saw that with Roman. From day one, WWE's main objective was to make Roman happen at all costs, whether the fans cheered, whether the fans booed, or whether the, the fans just didn't care. And eventually, Roman Reigns was able to, you know, solidify his spot and become one of the greatest of all time. So hats off to him. But I think in this situation, you got you kind of got to call, call a spade a spade. By this it, by this definition of industry plant, I can't see how Roman Reigns isn't an industry plant. So I guess my question would then be, if a wrestler is an industry plant, but they're really good, does it really matter? And I want to get y'all take on that, man. Do y'all think that this idea of industry plants actually does exist in pro wrestling? You got it, you got it, Seven? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to keep it a stack, Randy Orton is an industry plant. Uh, Roman Reigns is an industry plant. The Rock was Rock. an industry plant. <laughs> Sorry, it just is what it is. Charlotte Flair is an industry plant. Brock Lesnar, too. Brock Lesnar is an industry plant. Brock Lesnar is a prime example of an industry plant. Um, I mean, it just is what it is. I think industry plants, um, I mean, especially from a rapper standpoint, right? Like, musically, there are industry plants all over the world, all over the genre, right? I don't, I think industry plants have a negative connotation, but the reality is that. In my opinion, at least, I wouldn't even say the reality, but in my opinion, if an industry plant is, if an industry plant exists, it's for the sole reason that the powers that be see something in a talent that would allow them to go to the top immediately and not have to develop as much, right? Now, the difference or the conflict is between the audiences and the powers that be, right? But even if you go back to just like, let's say musically, right? Like there was no such thing as built starting from the bottom and then getting to, you know, getting to the top. It was, you had talent, you auditioned, And if someone saw something in you, they will put money, dollars and cents in you to take you from zero to a hundred. It's just now we're in a space in music and also in the wrestling community where you can kind of start from the bottom and, have your own type of journey and get to the top of the mountain if the things or if the cards work out for you. So I don't think there's, I think there's a real negative connotation when it comes down to industry plants. Now I do get it. I do get it. Fans want to see you. Fans want to see wrestlers start from the bottom. They want to see them work their way up. They don't want to see them skip the line because they want things to be fair. 
Jesus Christ. I mean, like, it, it, it baffles me, bro. Like, people, people, but I mean, it's life, right? It's life. Like, majority of people in this world believe that you have to climb your way from the bottom to the top. You believe you have to go step by step by step and earn your way to success. Unfortunately, that's not how life works. And the reason life doesn't work that way is because if it did, we would all be at the top. We would all be successful. That's not how this game of life works, bro. And so I I personally don't think there's anything wrong with an industry plan in wrestling as long as they're good and they draw dollars and cents. Now, once you start getting into like, sorry to say, even though I love him, Agenda Mahal, <laughs> which was a completely which which was an industry plant situation where right. Vince was like, let's pick this guy and shoot him straight to the top. And he just wasn't that guy or um, someone who has a lot of potential. But the trigger was just pulled too early, like a Austin Theory, right? Austin Theory is mm-hmm. obviously the future of WWE. Like for all right. intents and purposes, I say what I say about him. But he is the future. The guy's a specimen. But it was too early to give this guy the money in the bank briefcase and to have him doing interactions with uh, Vince McMahon, like fresh out the gate. It's just like he's right not off, ready. Right off he's the not, bat. He's just not ready. You know what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, man, I, I do think there are industry plans, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as it's done right. That's just that's how I feel. I think I think every industry has an industry plans. If we want to keep it a bean stock, whether it's yeah, sports, um, everywhere. But uh, I feel like it's a gift and a curse. You know, um, if you make this plant and it succeeds and it does business good, then hey, it does business good. We have no problems. We're making money. But then again, you got to look at it as for the people who's trying to work their way up, and they see this guy just bogart and just shoot up and then they've been grinding for years it's like dang so right i'm doing all this for nothing right so it's a gift and a curse so look, the thing is when it comes to somebody like roman reigns right even though he's very good and we do love him there is still a certain segment of fans who are never gonna like roman reigns just because they feel like he's been put into a spot that he didn't have to grind for didn't have to work for he was just handed it and i get it I get it. Because to me, the biggest example of a career that was like really got out the mud, I, I, I almost wanted to say Cody Rose, but I feel like that's cliche. So let's look at the career of somebody like Jeff Hardy, right? So a lot of people forget early on, Jeff Hardy was out there wrestling squash matches in um, like lime green tights and losing to like Razor Ramon. And then once that was over with, we saw Jeff Hardy transition to the Hardy Boys with Matt. And that's really when Jeff Hardy like really became one of those guys. Like the Hardys became one of the best tag teams. But again, people forget once the Hardys wrapped up, it was kind of back to the drawing board for Jeff Hardy, right? Like Jeff Hardy was wrestling on Sunday Night Heat against guys like Stevie Richards and Maven, losing matches. He eventually got released from WWE. He had to go over to TNA where he kind of grinded and became a guy over there. And by the time Jeff Hardy got back to WWE, it was like, yo, we can't handcuff this guy at this point. Like, clearly the fans love him. They are so invested in him. And we, we can finally put a world title on him. That happened gradually over the course of, like, 10 to 15 years. So a guy like Jeff Hardy 
until the day he retires, he's going to have diehard fans just because people saw his journey from the beginning to the end. And then, like, when you compare that to someone like, I don't know, let's say Sheamus, he might have wrestled on the indies for like a year or two, but as soon as he got to WWE, I want to say like six months into his run, he was already winning championships from John Cena. And it was like, yo, we don't even know if we like this guy yet. <laughs> and he's already world champion. So it's like, when I look at one career play out the way that Jeff Hardy's did, see him grinding from the beginning and finally achieving the status of being a world champion 15 years into it versus a guy like Sheamus or Roman Reigns who kind of just got skyrocketed to the top, I can see the difference clearly. Like I can see the difference in fanfare. I can see the difference in the reception that they get. I, I see it. I see it. Yeah. I mean, I get it too. I just think, I just, I, I take The Rock, right? Like The Rock is the prime example of someone who comes from a certain lineage, mm-hmm. came from a, a, a failed football career, got put into the WWE. It only took him three years to get over. He got handed the world and everybody loved him. You know what I mean? Everybody loved right. the guy. So I, I, even when I talk, even when I think, like, look, even when I think about Cody Rhodes, right? Cody Rhodes is technically an industry plant. This guy sure. comes from lineage, mm. bro. Nah, mm. Bro. Mm. bro. This is I gotta push back. I don't know. You gonna bring? You gonna bring up Stardust? But let's call a fact a fact. We all know okay. at any given point, Cody Rhodes comes from, say the word, Dusty, of course. Of course, of course. Not and not just dusty, but what's the terminology though? Nepotism. Nepotism, baby. He was <laughs> never gonna lose his job. <laughs> no, even nah, if nah, he nah, wanted nah. to. Even if okay. he wanted to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, even if he wanted to. The reason why people love Cody Rose so much is because he said F you to terrible booking. Right. And said, I'm gonna leave and do this on my own terms. Despite the nepotism, despite the protection, despite everything that he was promised, he walked away from it because he didn't believe that he was being seen in the right light. And he proved everybody wrong. And that's why people love Cody so much, because he went against terrible booking and he put his money where his mouth was, despite the nepotism. But he is an industry plant, right? I, so I mm, I'm, I'm mm. Mean, come on, bro. Like let's Okay, just- so look, I think I don't think that nepotism and being an industry player is necessarily the same thing because, um, <laughs> no, 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 listen, hear me out. Hear me out. All right. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We've seen so many second and third generation superstars just not pan out despite the fact that their fathers or uncles or mothers were all in the industry. Like I can think of a guy like Ted DiBiase Jr. Like his, his dad is a legend. His dad is Ted DiBiase. Now, WWE obviously wanted to push him because his father was Ted DiBiase, but it didn't really go his plan. Like, Ted never really caught on, and eventually he was out of there. But when it comes to somebody like Roman Reigns, who also benefited from nepotism, I say he's an industry plant because he was never allowed that chance to fail. Like, a guy like Ted DiBiase might have been allowed to fail, and he definitely at some point kind of failed and was out of there, but... That was never the case with Roman Reigns. It was always going to be what it was. Like, they were going to push him or die trying. And I see the same thing with a guy like Braun Breaker, right? Like, Braun Breaker right now is in NXT, and he's doing his thing. And he definitely is a nepotism baby because his dad is Rick Steiner and his uncle is Scott Steiner. But we all know Braun Breaker is chosen. 
He's never going to be allowed yeah. to fail. Like, that <laughs> rocket ship is going to be on him as soon as he gets to Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. And they're not going to stop, whether the fans are reacting to it or not. They're going to push that man until, until it works. So here's the thing, right? This is all <clears throat> – your argument is predicated on success and failure. So depending on if somebody does well or doesn't do well depends on if they are an industry plant. Because if the Shield failed and the Shield didn't work out, and Roman Reigns was just floundering, and they cut him loose. Let's just say, in a hypothetical standpoint, would he not mm-hmm. be considered an industry plant? He's still considered an industry plant. He just flopped. No, because the thing is, the thing, the thing, the, the thing that makes Roman a plant to me is that he was never allowed that chance to fail. Because make no mistake about it, there was a moment when Roman Reigns was not working. Like there was a moment when Roman yeah. Reigns was on TV. They were pushing him straight to the top, and the fans hated it. Mm-hmm. We booed him. We did not want him. We would chant, you can't wrestle when we saw him. But at no point did WWE say, hey, maybe we should slow down on this guy, let him work a little bit, and push other guys that are more over than him and deserve that spot. That never happened. WWE saw him getting booed and said, you know what? Let's double and triple down. <laughs> so, like, how could I – don't, I don't think that's the same thing as a guy like, I don't know uh, – Dominic Mysterio's dad being Rey Mysterio. So now, like, you know, he's an industry plant because his dad is Rey Mysterio. Like, I don't think that's the same thing. But that's literally the argument that we stated in the beginning, is that you come from a certain place and you have a certain privilege, and that's your entryway into the industry, and that affords you the opportunities that others... Nepotism is just giving an opportunity to somebody that's kind of, like, related to you, know what I'm saying? Nepotism is a little different than being a plant. Because plants are chosen. Plants are like, you know what? We're putting you in this position. This is the space you're going to be in. Whether you're failing or succeeding, we're going to place you there and you're going to stay there. Like, that's that's Roman Reigns to me. Well, the only difference between nepotism and an industry plant is whether someone is related to the person or if they're not. Mm. Based off your argument. Because I look at it, I, I look mm. at it like this way. I look at it this way, right? Like, I look at someone like CJ, right? CJ the Rapper. Y'all remember CJ the Rapper? CJ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, my guy. And I like you know, And shouts to Woody's CJ. Fire. Yeah, Wooty's Fire. fire. CJ's low-key dropping some really hot gems right now, but they're right Yeah, he's like barring now, right? Like, he's barring he out. He's rapping now. Yeah, he's getting back to the essence because he knows what time it is. But his, I, I believe his uncle or somebody, I think he has a relative yeah. who work, who, who, he's basically music industry royalty. Mm. So they, they set him up with the deal of a lifetime to basically have a record that was going to go, right? Now, he's seen some massive success with Whoopty, but he's since fallen off, and he's trying to find his way back on. But that's still an industry plan. He was still chosen. He was still pushed to the forefront. He was still given every opportunity to succeed. He, he still broke the top 40 on his first song ever released. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's an like that's an industry uh, plan, regardless of the nepotism. Or not right, he was crazy. chosen to succeed. I th- I feel the same way about a uh, Billie Eilish, right? Billie Eilish hasn't. Billie Wait, Eilish is Eilish. I don't is know. Billie Eilish a plan. Billie Eilish is an industry plan. Uh, I don't, I don't know too much about her. Yo, Billie Eilish is that's a big industry plan, man. Now, it, now for all intents and purposes, I, I think Billie Eilish is incredibly talented, and right. she's the ex- and she's the example of someone who is who is a once in a lifetime star who deserves to go from zero to the hundred because of who she is, what she does, how she writes, and the time frame that we're in, right? But mm. 
she was chosen to go to the top. They made sure that she had everything that she wanted and it worked out. But I don't feel like because success or failure, I don't feel the determining factor between an industry plant and nepotism is between no the, i don't feel the the determining factor between whether you're an industry plant or not is success is success or failure no, i feel, I feel you. like you're either that or you're not you either had to grind from the bottom or you got your shot immediately and you blew it or you won okay so look here's the thing i hear you but i don't want to conflate nepotism and industry plant as the same thing because like some of the industry yeah, plants that we've seen aren't necessarily just you know, related to somebody in the industry. Like, let's look at Omas. And I love Omas. I love Omas. But we all know, Omas never even had to go to NXT. Like, Vince McMahon or somebody saw Omas, they liked the fact that he was a seven-foot black man, so they they put him on TV right away. He never had yes, to sir. wrestle on the indies. He never had to wrestle in NXT. And to me, that would kind of make him, in a way, an industry plant. Because... A guy like Johnny Gargano, regardless of how talented he is, he might be able to do everything in that ring better than a guy like Omos. But because he's not seven feet, he doesn't have that look that Omos has, he's never going to get that same chance that Omos got. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't necessarily think that it has to be like a nepotism. I think nepotism is his own thing. And it's a very real thing, like, you know. And honestly, some people might call us industry plants, bro. Our, our first interview right out the bat was Big E. <laughs> so it's like but at the same time it's like yeah we all got relationships too you know what i'm saying like sylvan is in the music industry he's very successful jay cooley is an la legend if you didn't know and i'm in the illuminati so like yeah we industry plus too <laughs> i just i don't i don't i just don't see what's wrong with it when it goes right and that's for the fans that's the thing. like the fans like i i, I they it just makes me upset. They're just like, they're so like, oh, he didn't get to work for it. He should have had to go through it. It's just like, bro, like, that's nah, not how but, life works, bro. Yeah, but I, I you got, you kind of got to understand it, though, right? Like, I can see why the fans would be upset that a guy is getting pushed. Because like I said, I brought up Brown Breaker earlier, right? Mm-hmm, when Brown yeah. Breaker makes it to Raw, he's going to leapfrog a lot of the guys that have been up there grinding for years. Like the Johnny Garganos and Tommaso Champas. Like, Brown Breaker is going to leapfrog right over them. As and should. it's well-deserved for me because I think Brown Breaker is incredible. But there is going to be a fan base at home that's going to be upset about that. And because of but, that, they're going to turn on Brown Breaker and not like him because he's leapfrogging over their favorites because of how he looks. I just but feel it's like... it's not even his fault, though. That's the thing. It's not. That's what's crazy. I just feel like people, really not. people have to choose what their reality is, man. Like, if you feel like you work really, really hard... And you go through certain steps and you'll get to the top. If that's what you really believe, then that's going to be your life. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's your reality. As opposed to someone who maybe doesn't really care about wrestling as much as you do. Who came from maybe a football career and was just kind of like, oh, let me try this thing out. And I, I want to get really rich and successful. And I don't care how what it takes. I just want it really quickly. You might mm-hmm. get a Roman Reigns. Because it's just two different belief systems. You or know what Big I mean? E. Or a Big E, you know, Big E just was like, yo, I like wrestling. It's cool, but this ain't my life. You right. know what I mean? And he came in and was put and was put literally, literally next to a future WWE cha- um, champion. It's like, I just feel like people have to like examine their belief systems, man, because that's not, this is not how 
I don't even want to get into this Cody Rock thing, man. But like, it's just not even like how life works, bro. It's it's just not like I'm sorry. Right. And like when I see when I see something, when I see when I see industry plants work really well, it's exciting. When they don't work well, it's unfortunate. When I see somebody come from the top, come from the bottom, and get to the top like a Cody Rhodes. It's incredible to see. It's inspiring. And then when I see somebody work their entire life and don't get the opportunities they they deserve, like a you Mustafa know Mustafa Ali. Ali, you know, it's disheartening. You know, right. but that's life. That's how life works, bro. I'm trying really hard not to rant. By the way, <laughs> now you Mustafa good. Ali, man. And look, at the end of the day, if the person in question is an industry plant, but they're really good, does it really matter? Cause like I remember when Chance the Rapper first burst on the scene, and a lot of people claim that Chance the Rapper was an industry plant because I guess he had ties to like Barack Obama or something. His family like, really, uh, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, but it's like at yeah. the end of the day, if acid rap is hot and coloring book is hot, do I care if he an industry plant? Like at that point, it's like I don't care if Chance the Rapper's dad was Barack Obama and his uncle created music. If the song slaps, I'm going to play it. And that's kind of the same thing with wrestling. It's like, yo, I don't care how Brown Breaker got placed here. I don't care if it was nepotism. I don't care if he was just chosen because he looked the part. He was big and muscular. At the end of the day, if he can wrestle and I like his personality, I'm going to root for him. So uh, I, I guess that's just, you know, <laughs> life. It's not fair. It's life, baby. Mm-hmm. But we definitely all agree industry plans absolutely exist in pro wrestling. And wrestling sure, race is for the sure. biggest example of it, right? <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. The biggest industry plant in the world, baby. Right, right. Hey, well, look, I want to know how people at home feel about industry plants. Do you guys have a problem with Roman Reigns being picked and chose for the spot that he's in? Does it burn your soul knowing that Roman Reigns leapfrogged over all your favorites because of the way he looked? He was 6'4", with long hair and a gorgeous face. Pause. <laughs> Let us know down oh. below in the comments, man. <laughs> now, we about to take a break because I got to fix my goddamn mic. Industry plants, man. Can't live yeah. with them. <laughs> Can't live without them, bro. Can't live without them. <laughs> like, it just it kind of just is what it is, man. Like, some guys are just going to be chosen and placed here, especially with a, a sport like wrestling. Like, not to stay on this topic, I'm sorry, but like, it's wrestling. At the end of the day, a big portion of what makes a wrestler is the way they look. Like, that's just what it is. So a lot of guys are going to have an unfair advantage over certain people just because of the way they look. Like, if they're big and muscular and people can watch that and believe that they're harming the person they're wrestling because of the way they look, so be it. That means that, you know, guys like Omos and the great Kali are always going to have a place in pro wrestling. Braun Strowman, like, it just kind of is what it is, right? It's facts. I'm sorry. It is what it is, baby. It is what it is. But anyway, man, Sylvan, why you mad today, bro? Tell him why you mad. I'm mad. I am very mad today. I'm very mad for a myriad of reasons. Um, But this week, I'm most mad at the fact that I like Drew McIntyre. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. After all the shit you talked last week, you gonna sit here and tell me that you now like Drew McIntyre, bro? Unfortunately, yes. I am gonna oh tell God. you that I like Drew McIntyre. Now, I want everybody to know 
that listens to our very beautiful podcast that I'm a fickle man. You can't rely on anything I say. Nothing. Absolutely not. Nothing, Nothing at all. Do not take anything I say to heart because it could change tomorrow. <laughs> I represent the truth of wrestling fans. And the truth of wrestling fans is that we are fickle. We have revisionist history. And we do not care about what we like. We just like it. And when we like it, we like it. And when we don't, we don't. Last Raw, I saw Drew McIntyre cut one of the best heel promos I've seen probably in the last five years against a... F- I was going to say floundering. <laughs> <laughs> against... Come on, against bro. Against an injured CM Punk. A guy who debatably was injured by Drew McIntyre. Debatably. CM Punk came out to address <laughs> the WWE universe and it was heartfelt. I felt sorry for the guy. He I really did. I was like, he was crying. Dang. I was like, dang, bro, you just you're injured again right before WrestleMania, right on your real debut back into WWE. And I felt for this guy. And here comes Drew McIntyre. <laughs> stomping in with his terrible theme music. And his heel run has been okay at best for the most part, but I haven't really cared. It's not that it's not great, but I haven't really cared. And and let's just keep, let's just keep it a stack. He, like Drew, change your theme music. It's that sucks. theme music is it's so terrible. bad, bro. It's, it's terrible. This Scottish warrior, I it sucks. Give me something pipes. better, dude. Yeah, do something. Give me give me something that's believable, man. And so he comes out, and he basically says. I prayed for this to happen, and it did. My God, like my like that's that's sketched in promo history to me. Like you can't paint a better <laughs> promo against someone that you injured, returning right. back, and now he has to miss his WrestleMania moment. And he said he's gonna live CM Punk's dreams again. Like wow. I like this guy. I think this guy, this is the guy I wanted to see. Last week, I I bombed on Drew McIntyre, man. And it was no and it was no offense to you, Drew. It was just the fact that your name was brought up and I had to make my case against Quan about why I didn't want to see you versus Seth Rollins. And quite frankly, I still don't want to see you against Seth Rollins. Hey, but that's cool. not I'm your down. fault either, because I really don't want to see Seth Rollins against anybody but CM Punk. And we're gonna get to that as well. But I have to look myself in the mirror because I know I'm fickle. I know I'm a fickle man. I know you can't rely on anything. We that do I too. Say. We but do too. My God. Like, it was just last week I was bombing on you. I was hoping to hate on you for at least three more weeks. But now <laughs> I have to look in the mirror and realize this guy's great. I like him. He's a great guy. Not only that, he's on the internet trolling. I saw somewhere on Twitter he was doing a tricep day. Oh my God! This this is meal. the heel heat I live for. This is if if heel heat were cocaine, I'd be sniffing the wildest bump right now in my entire life. That one hundred, that one hundred. Something is out of damn pure mind. Pure cocaine, heel heat. I live for that. I live for the heat. It's the reason why I love Dom so much. And the heat that you have right now, Dom. I live for it. 
that's the essence of wrestling, bro. And I just want to give you your flowers, but I also want to hate on myself. I don't really, I don't really like the fact that I can switch so quickly. I actually do. I'm not gonna front. I'm, <laughs> let's just keep it a stack. I actually do like the fact that <laughs> at any given point <laughs> you get all changed. <laughs> I love it. I actually love that I can be this guy. But it does bring up a point that I want to address and I want to discuss with y'all. Why does it take people to be so cruel? People to be so mean, to be so terrible for us to like them. We see it in wrestling all the time. Why is going heel the way, right? You, this guy was a baby face for the past five years, mm-hmm. maybe maybe four, right? And he mm-hmm. and he was doing good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it wasn't like Drew was coming out to no pops. Like, this guy is a popular they, guy. They love right? him. Like, the kids love this guy. The, the, the people love him. He's a, he's a specimen. He's authentic. People people believe him. But people are really invested in Drew right now. Like, they're really invested. They really, like, they want to see him. And it's the difference between liking someone and feeling invested in them. I don't think Drew has been someone we felt invested in in a very long time. But all of a sudden, he cuts the craziest promo on one of the most beloved baby faces right now. And... You can see the IWC, including myself, invested. Why? Why does it take this hate, the heel work, for us to really get in bed, pause, with wrestlers? We saw it with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I ain't trying to get in bed with no wrestler. I'm letting you know right now. Pause. Jay pause. pause. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> so, oh. I'm just kidding. Hey, yo, that hey, was a man. joke. I know she's hey, happily man. married. Shout out to yeah. her husband. I don't want to get got baseball up. bats, man. Yeah, facts. You know? I ain't trying to get my ass whooped. <laughs> Bad yeah, up, man. We don't want no problems, pal. Um, facts. We see it all the time. We saw it with The Rock when he was a smiling baby face, and then he had to join the Nation of Domination for us to be like, oh, we like this guy. We saw it with Stone Cold when he was kind of just like the serial mm. killer, kind of like, he, I mean, he I guess he was a heel. He was still a heel. He was a heel, but like, but he, the more he dug into his heel persona, the more we actually wanted to see more of him. I mean, we see it, what we saw it with John Cena. John Cena never turned heel, and we hated him for seven years. Why do we want to hate someone so bad before we can like them or at least feel invested? Because, I mean, we can like people, but we I like Ricochet. But I think Ricochet. Well, I don't, right, that's a bad choice. I don't really. Yeah, <laughs> leave, on, leave, leave Ricochet. I don't. Don't do that. I don't. don't that's do that. a bad choice. Shout out to Ricochet and Samantha. Shout out to Ricochet. Shout out to Ricochet. I I I I digress. I digress. He, he follow. I'm pretty sure he follows us on, on you know. So I I, 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 digress. <laughs> I digress. I digress. I think I I, I digress. I, that's a bad choice. I uh, let's pick up. Uh, who's a baby face that nobody cares about? Uh, Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Johnny oh, Wrestling. Now, Johnny Wrestling, you know, Johnny's is a natural baby face, you know, but we're not invested in Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano right now. But if he went heel, I might be like, hmm, let's see what's going on. You know what <laughs> I mean? Right. Dom. I mean, the biggest one is Dom. Dom, as a baby face, I hated this guy. He was just some mid wrestler that just came out smiling and was around his daddy. But now, the guy's he's the future of, of the of the of the whole platform. Like Facts. I, why? Why is this the case, guys? I'm the world mad. is like the world is like villain stories at the end of the day. But it's why? Same, it's it's I, because we I like to why. be we we like 
it's hard to explain. Like I, we we I like the, the force hates. We like the force hate. If you can if you can get me to hate you, then you're really good. Because it's easy to like you. So I don't even I, I don't it. even think it's that. I don't even think it's that. First off, Sylvan, you fickle as hell. I just want to let you know <laughs> you are the most fickle man I have ever met in my entire life. But um I think I know what's going on here. I think it's very obvious. I think that we relate to hills because hills have a human side. Hills are human. Humans are flawed, and so are hills. But let's back up. Back in the day, right, we had baby faces like The Rock and Stone Cold, and they were over to, like, the craziest degree. They were over because they were still human. They might have been good guys, like our baby faces, in, as far as, like, pro wrestling goes. But a lot of the stuff that they did on that screen were not like babyface things like the rock smacking people in the face making innocent interviewers put their <clears> fingers <throat> in their nose and telling people who he was gonna stick stuff up there at like that wasn't babyface that was very hillish even though he was a babyface and stone cold steve austin he was out there beating up women and drinking beer and just like stunnering innocent bystanders and that wasn't like a, a babyface thing that was kind of hillish but it worked because you know he was flawed at some point during the PG era, it seems like WWE kind of got away from that. And they started to make baby faces like Superman. Like all the baby faces were very just white, hot, good Americans, smile, kiss the babies. I do nothing bad. I'm here to save the world baby faces. And kids like that, like kids love Superman. But you know who adults like? Adults like Batman. Adults like Joker. Um, what's his name? Um, what's what's the, what's homie's name? Not Daredevil, the red dude, homie that be always cussing and shit. Ryan Reynolds, come on, man. Oh, Deadpool, oh, yeah, Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool, 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 Deadpool. Deadpool. Adults <laughs> like Deadpool. We like the hero that doesn't mind tapping into the dark side and doing flawed things, and that's because yeah. we relate to that. Nobody's perfect. I'm not a perfect person. Yeah, I, I like to consider myself a morally good person, but every now and then, you know, I do stuff that's kind of questionable. It just kind of is what it is. Huh. And, what do you do, man? <laughs> I mean, you know, like, <laughs> Yo, relax. Hey, question Kwan, that takes. Do, man? <laughs> this is something that you know relax. we gotta discuss <laughs> off air. But you know what I'm saying? Look, y'all know me, man. Y'all went to y'all went to college with me, bro. You know me. Fully know, man. I mean, Birdman hand rub. But yeah, man. Like we we can see ourselves in the hills because they're not perfect people. They do things that are morally gray, and we like that. So seeing Drew McIntyre out there. Telling someone that, yo, I injured you on purpose because I just don't like you. We can kind of relate to that. Because we all want to beat somebody up that we don't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want to see you coming out and kissing babies and high-fiving women in the crowd. Like, we want to see you do something mean, bro. Be human. But what's, but like, that's, I mean, I guess this is an overarching conversation. But I'm like, but like, what does that say about us as people? You know what I mean? That like, was flawed. How- but I mean, like, yeah, we flawed, but why can't we see ourselves in like a John Cena? I mean, I, I struggle because to even say like that. that for I real, struggle bro. to say that. <laughs> we bro. not like that for real. He said John Cena. Yeah, like, I like I said, like I, I brought up the superhero thing because it's like, let's be honest. You don't see yourself in Superman. You're not some white collar suit wearing guy who goes around saving women and babies and wearing glasses. Like, that's not us. We more like Batman, know what I'm saying? If we had bread, we'd be we'd be doing some wild stuff if we if we had the money. Like if I was a superhero, I would be Batman, bro. I wouldn't be Superman. I wouldn't be out here like like a politician on my Cody Rhodes kiss the babies type. You know, I'm like we don't like that. We don't why like do people that. like Cody That's so boring. much then? Like why? 
Is it? So do we know why? <laughs> Cooley, relax, bro. All right, Cooley. Yeah. Relax, bro. Off, man. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> the reason people, I think the people. So no, nah, I think the, I think the reason people are so far behind Cody is because we saw his journey. Like we saw him go from the guy who couldn't get out of the shadow of his father to the guy who was the hot up and comer to the guy who got pushed back down the card and had to do Stardust to being released and going to AW and getting it popping. Like this is a whole journey that Cody Rhodes went on. So that's yeah, the, the reason we journey. like Cody now. Like we we just want to see Cody win because we know he deserve it and he worked hard for it. I don't think it's really his character that we're behind. We're just behind him as a person. He been he been down for a long time, man. Right. Triple Crown, (laughs) OVW, like, bro, and and that's why seeing the Rock strong arm him out that position is so foul. But look, we gonna we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I got some of these. But yeah, man, that's my answer. I think we just we we can kind of relate to hills more than we can faces. Now, hopefully, actually, I don't even want to say hopefully because I think WWE is starting to get out of that. Because we, we did a lot of that in the PG era where all the baby faces were just like, you know, goody two shoes. But recently, the baby faces that I see that were behind most are like, you know, Jay Uso and LA Knight. And these are guys who they might be good guys as far as the story goes, but morally, they're kind of in that gray area. Like, LA Knight ain't out there doing baby face things every week. He out there calling people dummies and screaming, yeah. No, no. So nah, like nah. hopefully, hopefully if WWE can continue to book baby faces like that, then we'll see a change. But until then, the hills are going to be more popular than the baby faces. I'm mad that it's, I like you, uh, Drew. It's really upsetting, man. Drew, I love you, bro. I've been a Drew McIntyre fan since the Chosen One days, man. Yeah, even when he cut the even when he cut the ropes, I hate that cut the ropes thing, man. <laughs> See, and that's another WWE thing. When when Drew McIntyre was a babyface, they had him out there with a sword, cutting ropes and uh, like all the bagpipes. It's so corny. It's that was corny. Nobody's thing, like that. Nobody walks around with a kilt and a sword and cutting ropes. Like, come on, man. Yeah, bro. That come on. Vince, that was definitely a Vince thing. Vince, that, so we, we Vince should thank CM Punk for um, getting hurt. Hill. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, because... If CM Punk didn't get hurt, we wouldn't be having this rant from Sylvan. So yeah. Yeah, but if CM Punk didn't get hurt, we wouldn't have the entire wrestling industry just going crazy and losing his mind Ooh. over the WrestleMania main event. Somebody might be right, man. It might be two nights with <laughs> Don't get me started, bro. Right, yo, look. We'll see, man. We'll see. Bro. We'll see. I don't know, but <clears throat> WWE might have to pivot. But look, man, before we get out of this topic, I just want to say Drew McIntyre, you've always been ill to me. I know a, a lot of adults hated you because you was out there cutting ropes with a sword, and it was kind of weird, kind of corny. Kinda. It was very corny. It was very corny. <laughs> but Drew McIntyre is ill, and it kind of speaks to a larger issue that I've had with Sylvan for a very long time. This is pro wrestling, bro, and I always try to explain to you, things could turn on a dime. We always want to cry about Austin Theory and we cry about this person and that person and what's going on. And it's like, yo, all it takes is that one moment for them to be back on top. This is wrestling. We've seen it a million time. times. I ain't got that type of time, man. You know, bro, I need it all now. All we got is time. I, I need it now, man. I could nah, die tomorrow, bro. Nah. That's the problem. Saying. That's the problem. Wrestling fans are not patient. Sometimes y'all just got to sit down and watch the show, bro. I know we can't control everything and it hurts your soul to, you know, have to understand that but like bro 
Uh, yeah, but like, I mean, like you know, I feel like I reserve my right to not like anybody for any given reason. Now, I you know, now booking is different. You know, that's a whole that's a whole different thing. I can't that that's a whole different thing. But you as a you as like you as like a wrestler, <laughs> I reserve my right to feel however I want to feel about you at any given point in time because you're entertaining me. Nah, you know, if I, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, fickle. look, fickle. look, you look, look. You know, and I'm just going to say, there's a certain rapper that I love very much. Drake. You know what I mean? We all know that. Not that, not, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to. I love a lot of rappers. You know what I mean? I love Jay-Z. I love Nas. I love Lupe Fiasco. I love Drake. J. Cole. I don't really love J. Cole, but I appreciate <laughs> J. Cole. Um, I love Most Def. I love Common. I love Kanye. But there's a certain rapper that, you know, I love very much. You know what I mean? Now, I've gone to see him twice. The first time I saw him, he was solid. He was a solid performer. The second time I saw him, he sucked. He's terrible. And I vowed to myself that I would never see this guy ever again. I reserve my right to feel however I want to feel about whatever you're doing at any given point in time. Because it's entertainment. You're either entertaining me or you're not. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that, but... You know what your problem is? It's not that you're fickle. You're just a victim of the moment. You fall victim to the moment very often. Cause like, am I really a victim? Or am yes, I relishing bro, in no, the moment? No, you're a victim. Because Cooley, Cooley, you were in, you were in the group <laughs> chat yesterday. We, we, we remember the conversation, man. Yeah. Silver was watching NXT for the first time in a while. You know what this man said? This man said, Trick Williams was shaky. On the mic. On the mic. Yep. We I all know Trick Williams. Claim to fame is his mic work. He is incredible on the mic. But you know what? Sylvan was basing his entire opinion on Off Trick that Williams. Triple H promo that Off he was cutting. One goddamn promo. That terrible that's Triple H promo. That's the problem. It was a terrible Triple problem. H promo. We can't, we can't just switch on a dime like that. We got to put Why more. Not? Nah, you got to let it play you gotta out, man. You got to do your homework, bro. Do you your homework. I, you said I can't switch on a dime. When no. I, just, I switched literally in the moment when you showed me other promos that yeah, were great. I and I was like, I oh, my bad. I was tripping. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with me? Right, I was right. tripping. Like, why I can't admit I was tripping? Why I can't be in the moment and say, because oh, my bad. I was is, messing up. Because the problem is you you didn't have to mess up in the first place. If you would have just did the work beforehand, you wouldn't have had that half-cooked ass opinion. We were just oh, talking about heels, being human, and making mistakes. Why can I make mistakes? Like I don't get it. Like why can right, I have right, a misguided right. opinion? I feel, it. I feel like as long as I can, as long, as long as I can admit, I feel like look, if you like, I'm from Miami, man. Like if you can admit when you hating, you know, like you good in the hood. It's like just admit you was being a hater. Like I was being right. a hater. I was messing right. up. And we cannot, we we can all relate to hating. <laughs> we can all relate to hating a little bit, and I think that's why we really like Drew McIntyre right now because he really the player hater of the year right now. Like the yeah, way he's treating up. CM Punk on Twitter, just like tweeting <laughs> pictures of God, bro. TikTok, he's like Instagram. He's in replies like where CM Punk is crying and just like posting pictures of himself flexing, like laughing and shit. Like he's really the <laughs> hater of the year right now, and it's incredible to watch. But look, I want to hear how y'all feel about this at home, man. How do y'all feel about Drew McIntyre's character change, man? Are y'all in? Are y'all out? Do y'all want to see Drew McIntyre involved in WrestleMania in a big way? Do we want? Do we want Seth Rollins versus Drew? I, I think I'm here for it now. I definitely don't I mean, want Cody versus Drew. Oh so. wait, Seth versus Drew. Oh no, I'm still <laughs> not. I don't, don't want to Seth don't care. versus Drew. Hey, bro. the only other option is Cody versus Cody versus. Technically, I don't want. Seth I don't want that. Anybody, I don't. So. I def- you want him to miss the show, bro? Man, throw LA Knight in there. F yeah, it. I don't. I I just I'm just I, I think I'm just really upset that we didn't get Seth versus Punk. 
Uh, and, yeah. I, and that's real. I'm just hey. really, I'm just really upset. That's it. Next year, baby, next year. But yeah, let us yeah. know down below how you feel about Drew McIntyre's and how you feel about heels, man. Are are heels just more interesting than baby faces? Does WWE have a problem with the way they present baby faces? Let us know down below. All right, fellas, it's time to get into some homie warfare. Our debate topic. Um, what you got for us, Cooley, man? What's the debate topic this year? I'm Yo, uh, the, 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 this year, this week. I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared. It's, 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 it was a lot going on this week, but I'm gonna just you know narrow it down to one topic. And I want to talk about Mercedes Monet okay. and Will Okada. So there's Will a lot Okada. of reports. Will Okada, yeah. Who the hell is Will he, Okada? You mean you know who that is? What? You mean uh, what's his name? Can can I can't even say his first name? Bro, who's who put Will Okada? I don't know, Okada, bro. Okada, <laughs> Okada, and Mercedes Monet. So um, Will Osprey. Will, yeah, uh, I was thinking of Will Osprey. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what you, that's what you was thinking about when. Okay, maybe, maybe I don't Got know. It. Whatever you guys know, Okada man, New Japan, and Mercedes Monet. There's reports that Mercedes is coming to AEW in March, mm-hmm. and will she be the savior for AEW? Being that their their ticket sales has declined, their ratings, and I want to hear from both of you guys about this. Will Mercedes Monet save AEW? Will Okada save AEW? Um, Quan, you're shaking your head already, man. Oh. I don't know. I thought is it rules to this? Do the Sylvan go first since he won the debate last week, or do I? Can I go? Do you choose? Like uh, well, you Sylvan goes first. Because I take it. Did, Sylvan did I, win, but we we want the the loser to go first so you oh. can get your you know your redemption. You know what I'm saying? It's right. so painful. Let's see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So will Kazushika Okada and Mercedes Monet move the needle in AEW? Is that the question? Yes. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, like, let's look at Okada. He's one of the biggest stars in Japan, right? And we all know what it is with Mercedes. She is probably the most popular women's wrestler that we've seen in the last 10 years. So I don't see why they won't move the needle in AEW, especially as far as the product. Like, the product is going to, like, instantly improve just because Okada is like that. And Mercedes is who she is. Now... I do think we got to temper our expectations when it comes to like, you know, attendance and like the ratings. Cause obviously AEW is not going to go from doing 800 K every week to a million just because two people showed up. You know what I'm saying? Like AEW's audiences aren't going to go from 2.3 thousand to seven, 8,000 just because two people showed up. But I don't think that's a fair expectation to have. There's no wrestler that can show up in AEW today and like completely shift the business that way. Like not even Roman Reigns can show up in AEW and completely shift the business that way. So that's definitely an unrealist, unrealistic expectation to have. So if that's where your mind is at, please temper that and lower those expectations. But outside of that, I can't see why it would hurt. I think it'll, it'll, it'll be good. It'll, it will be great. The one thing though, I really don't know who Mercedes is gonna challenge over there, cause like, right. like, outside of like Brett Breaker and Athena, maybe like who else is really there for her? Tony Storm? Like, do we really want to see Tony nah, Storm nah. versus Mercedes? She Not really, but Okada though, Okada, I'm down to see Okada versus anybody. I'm down to see Okada versus Brian Danielson again. We all know what Okada used to do with uh Kenny Omega, so I'm down to see that again. I think Okada is gonna be. The biggest takeaway from all this. So, yeah, I think they'll move the needle. Sure. Why not? Seven, what you got for me, man? <clears throat> no. Absolutely oh. not. No. Um, I think 
Okada is one of the best wrestlers in the world. I think Sasha Banks is one of the biggest draws in the world, and I don't think it will matter. And it's not because of them. It's because of AEW. I think AEW's main issue is not the fact that they don't have enough stars or that they don't have enough drawing power. I think their biggest flaw is that they have terrible booking right now. Um, I'm sorry. Like I don't. I don't. I think AEW is suffering from a creative issue right now. Uh, their the stories are not compelling. Uh, the the feuds aren't urgent enough for me, and I think they have a creative issue that needs to be rectified. And there's no amount of talent that's going to come in that's going to move the needle until that is done. And I mean, case in point, like I, I, I just look at leave Edge alone, bro. I know, you, I know that's where you're going. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't even going to mention. <laughs> yes, Edge. you were. I dog. wasn't going to mention Edge at yes, all. Yes, you were, dog. I wasn't going to mention Edge at all. In fact, I was going to mention MJF. Case in point okay, with okay, MJF, okay. right? When MJF, we we can arguably say that MJF and Adam Cole teaming up and having their best friends feud was one of the highest moments for AEW. And MJF ended up becoming this suedo baby face that was kind of forced down our throats a little bit pause pause and i gotta stop saying that and like yeah that term is crazy yeah and then like (laughs) and then it just ended up turning into a pile of mush because he lost he lost what we actually liked him for when he was a heel and that whole feud ended up turning into nothing because by the time adam cole revealed that he was Oh God! It's like it, it depresses me to even go down this like road to like remember how this whole thing ended up. By the time the Undisputed Kingdom came, is it the Undisputed Kingdom? Is that yes, their, bro? Yeah. The Undisputed name. Kingdom. <laughs> I hate that name. By the time the Undisputed <laughs> Kingdom came into fruition, and they and they revealed themselves as I don't even remember what they revealed themselves as. Uh, was it not the Boogeyman? It was the, the, uh, devils? the Devil. Um, as the devils, it it didn't matter anymore. MJF is gone. He's man. he's it, it doesn't matter. Adam Cole has an injury. We're seeing we're nothing about AEW's creative right now feels urgent. Not good, but it doesn't feel urgent. I mean, the last urgent thing was Christian versus Edge, and we saw how that panned out. And I don't even know if we're seeing how that really pans out. If I'm being honest, there's a creative issue here. So I doubt that Okada or a Sasha, well, not Sasha, Mercedes Monet coming to AEW is going to move the needle. And it's not even their fault. Okay, but what do we mean by move the needle, though? Because it's like if Mercedes shows up in AEW and there's even a little bit of more interest than there is currently. And we get like a couple more tuning people, a couple more people tuned in than are cur- like currently tuning in. Is that not moving the needle? I, fool- I mean, that's oh my bad. We're gonna say that's, that's moving a needle essentially, right. but we're talking about raising the ticket sales, putting butts in seats. But I'm sure she will. Like, let's. I feel just like y'all, down, y'all downplaying Mercedes, bro. Like, let's be oh, honest. Oh no, 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 y'all, we're no, no. Y'all downplaying Mercedes, bro. Like, let's be honest. Mercedes had New Japan Pro Wrestling USA shows selling out, and we all know. Like, shouts out to New Japan USA. You know, I love everybody over there, but like. That's not a show that moves tickets. People ain't really just paying to go see New Japan USA like that. Mercedes on that card had them shows selling out. So I, I don't think that it's very far-fetched to say that she's going to bring in some extra ticket sales. Now, I don't think the ticket sales are going to go from 2000 to 7000 but 
I'm sure she'll improve themselves a bit. Like, come on, man. I'm downplaying who she is, bro. She Mercedes. I don't think her. I don't think they're improving anything. I think the people who watch AEW already know about Okada and Mercedes Monet, and that's like I don't think like bro. I look Mustafa Ali, right? Mustafa Ali is selling, is doing his thing. He's selling out, selling out venues. But if Mustafa Ali goes AEW, those ticket sales are not going up because everybody who watches. Everybody who watches AEW already knows about Mustafa Ali. They all know about Mercedes Monet. And they all know about Okada. It's not about not knowing about her. It's about paying to come see her, bro. That's what I'm like, saying, like though. If I'm in, bro, if I'm in, in El Paso, Texas or something, and AEW comes through, I might not want to go buy a ticket to see Hangman versus, I don't know, Will Moriarty or John Moxley versus Luchasaurus. But... If I see Mercedes Mercedes on that card, like maybe I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna pay the the 120 tonight and go see Mercedes. You don't think that's gonna exist? No. I think everybody Damn. over at AEW <laughs> already knows who these people are and they're already familiar but with no, their game. Why what's and you and keep saying I, they know who they are. Like we know who I, everybody is. What does that mean? Just because I, I know who she is, I'm not gonna pay to see her. Like, nigga, <laughs> I know Roman Reigns. I'm still gonna pay to see Roman Reigns. Absolutely. Let me let me let me let me backtrack. It's not about knowing them. I think these people are already are already invested in who these people are. I I don't think this is a this is a demographic shift, and, that, and that's what I'm saying, right? It's like in order to sell more tickets, you have to be enough of a draw of a demographic for people to be like, oh, you know what? I think I'm gonna be able to pay for this, and I don't believe that Mercedes, Mercedes Monet is that though. I don't believe Mercedes Diva. Monet is that. I don't Yo. believe Okada is that. So we <laughs> you know what? It's not. And you know what? To be honest, let's just be fair, right? The fact is, is like they're more of a draw anywhere else other than AEW. And that's just keeping it a stack, man. Like we all know what's going to happen when no. Ali goes to AEW. Nothing. We no. all know what's going to happen when Okada goes to AEW. Nothing. It's going to be a right, Tuesday so in a park. Bro, Edge went to AEW. Oh. Edge went to AEW, bro. <laughs> Okay, and but they're like, suffering. They're actually doing worse. But we talking about Mercedes, dog. What like, are you I, talking to me? So you think I, Sasha Banks is gonna come yes. in and sell two thousand yes. extra tickets? I didn't you say two thousand. is gonna come in Let's and maybe go. sell <laughs> an extra three hundred, maybe an extra two hundred. You think these people are gonna Bro, come in and make you a realize difference? Who, if you Edge can't come in, Mercedes. a Hall of Famer Edge. <laughs> now, if we're comparing Mercedes Monet versus Adam Copeland. I'm gonna go with Adam Copeland as being the bigger draw. Nah, bro. Nah, what? nah. All Mercedes right. is now you're <laughs> smoking crack cocaine, and that's okay, bro. You can smoke your crack. Are, you are not going to rehab today. This this is not happening. How many is not coming in? Does Mercedes have right now on Instagram? Oh Somebody my followers! You're gonna result yes, to the bro. IWC. Yes, you're bro. kidding me. Let's talk about the <laughs> real world. How many people actually go to million. wrestling? Who who go to real wrestling shows and don't have social media? Who are just going for the thing? Who are just going for the event? Yo, Edge has two million followers. Mercedes got damn near seven. Bro, Bro Mercedes think- is one of the biggest stars that we've ever seen in wrestling when it comes to the women. Like, are y'all are y'all crazy? You Bro. think you think Bro, talking about IG all the fame, followers? Oh, listen, listen, are going to result in ticket listen, sales? Listen, listen. I hear you when is, it comes to Okada because there's is an that what you're telling me? Just listen to me, bro. Listen to me, bro. I hear you when it comes to Okada because there's an overlap of fans when it comes to like people who are fans of New Japan Pro Wrestling and people who are fans of like AEW. There's an overlap there. Mercedes has a whole different type of fan base, bro. This is diva stance we talking about. 
This is D this is the total Bella total Bellas fans we're talking about. This is the Miz and Mrs. fans we're talking about. You don't think that that's extra eyes on the product when Mercedes touches down, bro? You're downplaying how much of a star she is. Wasn't no. she in that Star Wars show on Disney Plus? Like, bro, Mercedes is a star. No. Mercedes is not. This is not Tony Storm, bro. This is not Soraya or Britt Baker. This is Mercedes, bro. She main evented at WrestleMania. No. Come on now, bro. You're talking about. You're, all right, first off, Total Bellas and. All bro, of that, that's a all big that, fan base. The I'm not Divas saying it's not a big fan big base, part of but it's like you said two podcasts and ago. They don't watch it ain't a wrestling right fan base. It ain't a wrestling fan base. Hey, and she's going on that television to wrestle with some dust bunnies and people who watch <laughs> people who watch Total Bellas. <laughs> I'm sorry. The people who watch those shows are not going to be tuning in to AEW Dynamite on TNT to watch Sasha Banks hey. go against Soraya. You are smoking crack cocaine, brother. I'm sorry. Nothing's going to change. And in, yes. in fact, it's going to it's probably going to end up being worse. And you know what? I don't want to make this seem like it's a Mercedes Monet or an Okada issue because it's not. It's definitely it's not. It's really a booking, a booking issue, issue, bro. Their booking yeah, is booking. so bad that it doesn't matter what time. The Rock could show up at AEW tomorrow, bro. <laughs> the Rock could show up and challenge. I wish he would because he, he'll at least Cody would have a, a match at Mania now. He but, could show um... up and challenge John Moxley, bro. I probably would not watch it, dog. I'm sorry. Like I, just, I, like, I don't want to see it, bro. Man, like I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see the Rock bleed against John Moxley. It's a it's a booking issue, man. I can't believe y'all downplaying Mercedes like this. Like I'm not. I, we're, we're not downplaying, downplaying her. We're nah. downplaying the booking issues with AEW. Okay, not but, Mercedes Monet. We love Mercedes, but all right. So at that point, then we got to decide what moving the needle is then, because CM Punk, people will claim that CM Punk moved the needle when he returned to WWE, right? Yeah. You think you think CM Punk moved the needle, right? Yeah. Well, WWE is still doing the same business it was doing before CM Punk got there. Like Monday Night Raw's ratings haven't budged. They're still doing 1.6 million a week, whether CM Punk is on the show or off the show. So it's like, what's really moving the needle? Like, yeah, CM Punk is selling some T-shirts right now. And I'm sure when Mercedes goes to AEW, she's going to sell some T-shirts, too. So it's like we can't just pick and choose what moving to moving the needle is depending on who the person involved is. Or actually, no, depending on what the company is, because clearly y'all guys ain't AEW guys. And I get that. I understand that. That's all right. Moving the needle to me means you're when you come onto that television, you're going to make the product more exciting and people are going to want to see what you do. So nobody's gonna want to see what Mercedes Mercedes Monet has to do on AW. Y'all said oh it yourself. God. Who is she gonna go against? The fact that she's there is enough for me, bro. It's not, bro. Okada is gonna show up, and it's gonna be like a Tuesday, bro. It's bro. Will Osprey's bro. gonna show up, and it's gonna be like a Thursday night. I'd say it to his face. I'd be like, bro, look, I think you're mm -hmm. the best wrestler in the world, but you're on a platform where. Nah. That you've been on four times. Okay, and I, I still you're gonna put on some bangers, but it's not gonna really though. matter. But there's a difference. If 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 Okada and Will Ospreay walk through Disney World right now with We Are Wrestler shirts on, nobody's gonna recognize them. If Mercedes walks through Disney World right now, she won't be able to get past that front gate without people asking for pictures. Let's just be honest. It's a difference. Bro, Snoop Dogg can show up at AEW tomorrow, bro. It's not gonna matter, dog. It's just not, <laughs> bro. Rick Why Ross pulled up. Dog, bro? Rick Ross pulled up to AEW, bro. It was cool for like uh, for a highlight. It didn't matter in the long run, bro. Like I like Mercedes. I just think that 
the the problem is that they're in a landscape that's not really fire. Like the AEW landscape is not that fire. It's nothing there that's going to support these new signings for me to feel like I need to tune in because it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a community to put on great matches. It takes a great booker to see the vision. And we're not dealing with that with AEW. It's a down slump. You can sign whoever you want to sign, bro. And she's supposed right, to be bro. pulling up at she's supposed to be pulling up at Revolution, right? I I think so. Dang. Let's see what she take a hat for like two, three weeks. WWE don't then... have anything in March. <laughs> Where are you going with this, March? bro? What do you what do you, oh, no, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Yo, what do you mean listen, by that? I'm just I'm gonna let y'all know. I'm gonna let y'all know before we wrap this up. Once Mercedes is announced for AEW and we see them ticket sales skyrocket, I'm gonna be the first person to send it to the group chat and be like, hey. Skyrocket oh, is crazy. The, That's the insane. tickets is gonna it's gonna it's gonna increase. They can sell a couple thousand tickets off of her name. That's a fact. Who cares? That's a fact. Bro, she was selling out New Japan Pro Wrestling USA shows. Nobody goes to those, bro. Nobody. Bro, I don't. If I had free tickets, I probably wouldn't pull up to that. No, that's that's a joke. I would would definitely, because you know. I'm telling you right now, man. It'll be it'll be hot for two months, if that. The hate, and then we'll we'll be right back to where we at because it's not her. It's not her, bro. Bro, New Japan Pro Wrestling has has a built in formula of how they do matches. It's been built in since 2001. It's not changed, relatively. Like, you can go back to New Japan Pro Wrestling matches in two, 2001, 2002, and compare them to matches right now, and it's just like, dang, y'all still y'all still at it. Like, it just is what it is. There's a built-in way of how they do matches. AEW has fluctuated vastly in the past five years, man. And, you know, it's about the environment you're in, bro. So I hope she's getting paid a lot of money because she's going to need oh, it to show up. Oh, she got up. the bag. She definitely yeah. got the bag. hope she got 10 million. She got the bag. So um, she ain't going to be wrestling anybody over there, but it is what it is. Um, this week, damn, Kwan, I got to give it a seven again, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to give it a seven Kwan. again, man. Listen, I have no faith in AEW's decision. <laughs> what I is up with y'all, man? Bruh, Kwan, tell I, me what's popping over at AEW on, that's bro. popping right now, man. Tell me what you're looking forward to, Look, man. Tell bro, me listen, what's the hot it's, feud. It's a, it's a dark time right now in AEW outside exactly. of, you know, outside of it Adam is. Hangman Page and Swerve Strickland. But look. Yeah, that's doing great. Just wait. Just wait, bro. Just wait. Tony Khan tweeted that this was about to be 2021 all over again. And I believe it, bro. I it's believe not, it. Do you remember 2021? Not. That's when we landed. Brian Danielson, CM Punk. It's not. All right. It's not. All right, man. For his five years, we we gonna see. And, and if if you're right, Quan, I'll let you know, man. Oh, give me give me my, my L. Yeah, popping my, my L, brother. I'm trying to say uh, Mercedes don't move the needle. Are y'all crazy, bro? You saying she don't move the needle in AEW, bro? This is one of the first black women to main event WrestleMania, and y'all saying she don't move the needle, bro? In AEW, at AEW, so she will move the needle in WWE. Yes, y'all clearly just hate it. She would move, the, she down, move the needle in what TNA, the rundown, New man. Japan. <laughs> what we she got? move the needle anywhere bro. but AEW, bro. And you know this is a fact. That's the, that's the crazy part. You know it's a fact. You know that AEW <laughs> is just trash right now. Right now, Come it's on, WWE, TNA, New Japan, AEW. TNA, New Japan, okay, New Japan over, at, over AEW. Yeah, that was a dig. WWE, TNA, AEW. And that's, and that's me being nice. I love what TNA is doing, so I ain't TNA even gonna argue that. Crazy right now. They going they crazy. Going crazy, man. They going crazy, man. Cool. Let's what you got some... for us for the rundown, let's, man? Let's I don't want to into... talk about Shady's no more. Y'all gonna make me mad. Listen, let's let's get into what we came here to talk about. Y'all oh shit. It's a whole topic by itself. Let's get it. <laughs> oh God. Uh, let's get it. We here, baby. I got my army fatigue on. I feel like Nori ninety eight. 
It's, it's finally happened. The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania 40. The internet is in complete shambles. Cody fans are spamming all accounts. He's been trending for a week. <laughs> it's been going crazy. And what the hell is going on, guys? What is going on? Is the IWC real now? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> they might be, what? bro. <laughs> this is insane. I've never seen nothing like this. I just want to say first and foremost, I would just want to say... The Rock really did pull a Black Adam and yep. bully his way into this situation yep. because this was not planned. Nope. And he literally just did what, ooh, The Rock is something else, I tell you. <laughs> the Rock is something else. But yeah, man, what's going on, y'all? This is insane. Look, I man, you guys. I think WWE might want to pivot. Like, I... I and I'm the, I'm the main person that wanted to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns. And I still do. Like... Honestly, if it, if, it was, if it was up to me, that would be the WrestleMania match. And it looks like it's going to be. But the backlash that I'm seeing with WWE right now is like, I don't think I've ever seen this much backlash. This, this is more backlash than Vince McMahon got with his allegations, bro. Like, yeah, we want Cody has been trending since Friday, like worldwide, like, like a real trend, not like some for you page. This is a real worldwide trend. We want Cody. I'm at the point where I'm like, yo, WWE might just have to listen to the fans and pivot, bro. <laughs> Give the fans what they want, man. Give them Cody versus Roman. But um, I don't think that's the necessarily best route to go as far as like the story of Cody. Because at the end of the day, fans need to realize Cody is going to win that world title. Like he's going to, or not the world title, but the universal title. Universal. He's going to win it. Like at some point, we all know that. So, like, please understand that. This is not the Daniel Bryan situation over again where with Daniel Bryan, we just didn't know if WWE saw him in that way. We knew he was talented enough to be the guy, but we just didn't know if WWE saw him in that way. WWE clearly sees Cody Rhodes as the man. So he's going to get that world title and the world universal champion, whatever. The, I hate the name of these titles, by the way. Like, can we just drop the universal thing already? But he's going to get that championship at some point. It just might not be at WrestleMania. And that's okay, bro. Like, why are we so impatient, man? What is, what's going on? But, uh, yeah, WWE might have to pivot because it's getting crazy. It's getting nasty. It's insane. <clears throat> I want y'all to bear with me during this topic. So that's just all I'm saying. Just bear with me. It's the deal. I'm embarrassed by the IWC. So I want, I want every, you know, unlike all the wrestlers that are backtracking saying we want Cody, I want to start by saying that I don't want Cody. And I want all I want every single one of you IWC fans to listen to me clearly. And I want you to be angry at me about what I'm about to say, because I'm going <laughs> to tell you the truth, because nobody wants to tell you all the truth. Y'all are entitled. And y'all don't understand how life works. First off, let me start by saying that I love Cody Rhodes. Let me also start off by saying that we have been waiting for The Rock versus Roman Reigns for relatively four to five years. This is one of the biggest main events that you could ever put on in the history of wrestling. There are people in real life who don't who aren't glued to their phones and aren't looking at wrestling updates and aren't looking at wrestle talk and the ringer news to see what the updates are in real life who just want to see a good show who just found out about Cody Rhodes when he debuted three years ago, unlike you losers. Yeah, I'm calling you losers. Damn, unlike you bro. losers who who pride yourself off of following someone for so long and feel so entitled to how they should, they should be booked. 
because of what you want to see and what you feel invested in. You embarrass me. This is why I can't tell people I like wrestling because of how you guys act. Oh, act like a bunch of losers, bro. Let me also start by getting in my real wrestling bag right now. Do you understand that the top priority in WWE is this record being broken by Hulk Hogan or Bruno San Martino? Do you understand that is the number one priority since you guys want to be so in the dirt sheets? Since you guys know so much. You understand that we are literally only a few months away from Rock, I mean, from Roman breaking that record. Do you understand that if we give you what you really want, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for a second time, that Cody is going to lose? Maybe you don't get it, so I'll say it again. Do you not <laughs> understand that if we get Roman versus Cody again, Cody Rhodes is going to lose because of that record for a second time. It's a fact. It's not an opinion. It's real facts because the record is what we're after. That's what WWE is after, bro. And I see all of you online looking like a bunch of losers talking about this is the worst booking decision ever. How this destroys Cody Rhodes' whole career. How he should have never left AEW. How The Rock just bullies himself. Do you understand that this is The Rock? Do you understand that this is The Rock? Do you understand how big The Rock is? Do you understand how much The Rock means to everyone that casually watches wrestling? Not us IWC fans who live and breathe by every single moment that happens in the wrestling community? You know how many people go to shows and don't care about what's happening on the dirt sheets? Could you step outside of your bubble and see what's really happening here? The we have to understand what's really going on. And let me dig a little bit deeper. Oh, my God. We've wanted The Rock versus Roman for a long time. I didn't forget. I didn't forget everybody that was highly upset last year. When we didn't get The Rock versus Roman, and we got Cody versus The Rock, and we got Cody versus Whoa. Roman. Wait, wait, wait! You gotta, you gotta, you gotta address the real. Not only were they mad that we didn't get um, Roman versus The Rock, they were mad that Cody got that match because they thought that Sami Zayn deserved it. People were saying I, that Cody yeah. was. Gonna get it. I remember that. What happened I to remember that? When, I remember when everybody was like, "Oh Internet no, Sami Zayn should get it because he's hot right now, and it's gonna mess Damn, up the bloodline storyline." And now look. What happened to guys. that? What happened to that, huh? And now look at y'all embarrassing me, making me look like I'm part of a community that I don't want to be a part of. Shame on y'all. Let's just call a spade what the spade is. This was the right booking decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't, bro. Not only should they not backtrack, I think WWE should issue a statement and say, get over it. <laughs> I would tell every single one of you losers to get over it because Cody's going to get his shot. He's going to win. If anything, that promo between him and The Rock shows that this is setting up for a larger moment. Cody is going to dethrone the guy who dethroned the largest, biggest reign in WWE history. Do you not understand what's happening? And it's no, probably going to happen in Madison Square Garden. And it's probably going to happen in Madison like, Square Garden whatever, with like. his dad, just like Quan said. But you can't see what's happening because all you want is what you want. You're like children who want candy because you just want it. 
I just want my candy. I've waited so long for it. I should get it. And the last <laughs> thing I will say is life doesn't work how y'all think life works. You don't get stuff just because you want it. You get stuff when you become it. Cody Rhodes is the man. Do you think Cody Rhodes is going to settle for anything than the highest, the highest honor? No. And the highest honor is not him losing again to Roman <laughs> at WrestleMania 40. You illiterate loser IWC fans All right, need to on, get man. a come break. On, come get on, a man. break. No, 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 no. Get a nah, break. Nah, nah. Get a Leave break. No, 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 no. Get a break. Come back to reality oh, and man. realize that life is bigger than crazy. what you want. Okay, so that is my TED talk. So look, man, this was a poor booking decision. Even though I want The Rock versus Roman, this was poor booking because WWE teased the fans. They had Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble, which point at the fans, banner. Yeah, point at the banner, and then point at Roman Reigns and say, "I chose you. I want you." Bro, say I choose you. I want you. He, he said, said coming you. after you. He said, there we go. There we go. So the fact that you tease fans that way and then just pull it from right from underneath them, like, it's kind of foul. But it wasn't, it wasn't, Juan, it wasn't fault? I mean, look, it's the rock fault. It's CM Punk's fault. CM uh, Punk got injured. And who has to save the day? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes has to save the day because CM Punk got injured. I'm sorry. Who do you put the responsibility on? The man. Who has to take who has right. to take the responsibility in the shots? I just want people to realize that it's yo, I just want y'all to realize, IWC fans, and the reason I'm talking to y'all like this is because you're embarrassing me. And I care Why about is it how embarrassing, I look. though. I'm, like, a, I'm a fly jiggy dude. And I gotta but is go it outside. Really, is it really embarrassing gotta, though, bro? Is yes, it really embarrassing? Because I'm one of these guys. I'm part of the IWC. We all are. I wanna but I wanna represent what's my the problem? people. Because the problem is people don't realize it could be so much worse, dog. It could no. be worse. It could be worse. He could actually get his match. He could. Act, you know why it could be worse? It could be worse because we could give you what you want. We could actually give you the match you want. And we could see you be even angrier when Cody loses. Maybe just have Cody win then. Maybe Cody. No. Win. No. <laughs> said no. Because then I would be angry. All right, so I look, would be man. angry that we had Roman hold this title and deprive an entire roster for three to four years for him to not break this it's like go it's like bro like dropping it's the like, ball at the goal no post, no 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 bro. it's like <laughs> playing 99 bottles of beer on the wall and stopping at two you might as well go to one because we're already here dog like you could have stopped at 39 you could have stopped at 55 you could have stopped at 27 even i would have accepted 27 but we are right there dog we're right there i want to see history be made i don't care about you fans and what you think you want because i care about what you really want and what you really want is for cody rhodes to dethrone the longest reigning wwe champion in history roman reigns so sit down and wait for it and enjoy the biggest wwe (laughs) match in history the rock versus roman you ungrateful iwc fans oh my god do you understand we're getting it do you know how long we waited for the rock versus roman Roman Reigns, and I gotta sit here and possibly realize it's gonna be taken away from me because of y'all. Oh my god, I am so embarrassed. 
Bro, I'm it was gonna so be out, it was gonna be outraged regardless, even if it yeah. was The Rock or even if it was Cody losing, because Cody was gonna lose. He got to beat Bro, that record at the end. Of the the day, Rock so. dropping the title right now would be like a, a basketball player scoring 97 points, right? Like they're they're going for um, Wilt Chamberlain's record, so they dropped 97 points, and then in the fourth quarter, they sub with six up. minutes left, they just sub out the game and doesn't don't don't play another minute. It's like, bro. Surprise pick move. You that close to 100. Just drop 100. Break the record. Like, bro, we're, we're right there on the goal line. Just pass the line, score a touchdown, bro. Like, why are we going to stop this close to the goal line? Side note, we'll never score at 100. But, yeah. yeah we that's, can that's all win. Fake. Like, why that's Like why doesn't fake. anybody see that? We can all win. We can all go home and be happy, bro. <laughs> but we're there, they're going to ruin it, dog. I, I swear to God. They're gonna I think ruin it's it. ill, though. I actually think it's kind of ill, man. I, I think it's kind of ill that people are reacting this way because this shows how like popular wrestling is right now. Like the fact that yeah, a wrestling trending topic was trending for the last four days worldwide over we like not, Syria and all this other stuff that's going on. It's kind of yeah. ill, bro. It, it, it shows me. How, it. it shows me how toxic. I, I know. I understand how you. I understand you looking on the bright side, man. I get it, you know. But like the reality is, is that it's toxic, bro. Like we're complaining. We're complaining about getting hey, the but, Rock versus Roman, bro. But it's still like, you, it's still the topic, though. It's like, bro, the, what? That's like if I was complaining about getting like Jay Z versus Nas at its height. Look, the bro. alternative, the alternative would be no complaints, right? The alternative would be nobody even caring, nobody reacting to anything. It would just be like stuff hey. is just happening in the abyss. So the fact that people are reacting is a good thing to me. People keep saying that the video has all these dislikes, but all I see is three thousand views or three million views. So it's like an entertainer's job is to trend. And that's what we're doing right now. There we at go. At the end of the day. There we go. All right. Well, if we if we get if if the rock versus Roman no longer happens, I'm coming on this happen. podcast and I'm gonna have a heart attack. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> it's like, happening, it's, bro. It's happening. If, if I'm just saying, bro, like I, I I just I just see it, bro. I see it so I see it perfectly. It's gonna be so perfect. And IWC is gonna be so happy if they could just shut up, bro. If y'all could just shut up for a minute, bro. If y'all could just just like like, if y'all could just stop being entitled for one minute, just just watch the show, bro. The Rock and Roman is going to happen, and Rock is going to lose. He's going to lose. And Cody is going to go against the highest, most decorated history, breaking whatever the, you know, title thing that they have with Roman. And he's going to win at his highest, bro. Like, come on. Don't y'all see the vision? Internet, take know. a chill pill, man. Take a chill pill. Now let's let's talk about the the guy who's fought that this is you know about <laughs> CM Punk, nice fault, man. Nice CM fault. Punk, man. He's missing WrestleMania because he torn his tricep, <sighs> and now we're getting outraged with The Rock and Cody. But let's talk about Seth for a quick minute. Who is his opponent now? Who should be his opponent? Should it still be Cody? Can Cody fight two nights or something? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, it's probably going to be Cody. It's, it's be definitely Cody. not what we want to see, but it's nah. probably going to be Cody. <laughs> Cody might. Bro, imagine this. No way. Bro, imagine this. No, belts. <laughs> uh, no, bro, imagine this. Imagine Cody versus Seth main events night one, right? And Cody gets that win. One, two, three. And as soon as he gets that win, the Judgment Day music hits. Damian Priest comes down, knocks Cody out and pins him and takes that title right away. And now Cody just has to lay on his back, looking up at the lights, knowing that he lost two years in a row. What a loser. That'd How be great. would the internet feel about that? 
Y'all want to see outrage? I want to see that. <laughs> That's what I want to see. You know what? You I, I say this, bro. I want to see that. You a goddamn sadist. You just want to see, see the <laughs> world burn. I want to see because I, bro, because I know where I know what's happening with Cody, dog. Like Cody's the one. Like we all know it, bro. Like we all know it's it, bro. Obvious like he's the one. Bro. He's the one, bro. So let him go through hell for a little bit. Like what's wrong with him going through hell for a little bit, bro? Like <laughs> I, bro, that promo between him and Roman showed me everything that I needed to see. Yeah. Like he's gonna go to the next WrestleMania or whatever win etc cetera, etc cetera. but i think he sh- i think cody should go against seth and i think it should happen exactly how you said kwan he should win that belt you know the story is complete and then lose and then feud with the judgment day for like you know however long a few for and then have him uh you know tro- trolley along until SummerSlam or something or to right. whenever that record is broken so that he can beat roman that's how i feel and cm punk needs to do some push-ups or something bro like is CM Punk washed? That's the real question, bro. Like, whoa. This is like his third nah. injury in just as many years, bro. Like, every time he wrestles, he's getting hurt. Like, what's going oh, on? CM, yeah, CM Punk. He needs to, uh, need some resistant bands or something, man. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. He, he needs a sensu bean. That's what he needs. Like, <laughs> hey, when, when. So, look, man, I'm not body shaming at all. Like, I would never do that because I feel like that's whack. But if 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 CM Punk is going to be out for like an extended amount of time, he better come back like in in real shape cuz we've like AJ seen Styles. Guy, yeah, we've seen AJ Styles miss time and come back shredded, bro. We've seen even a guy like Kevin Owens miss time and come back like with with guns. Now obviously they they don't usually keep that weight on because it's hard to stay like in that type of shape when you're wrestling regularly, but at this point, man, if CM Punk is going to be gone for like a year, by the time he gets back, he better be in shape for real. Like, I don't want to see him coming back built like Paul Pierce. He better come back with some muscles, bro. Built like Patrick Mahomes, man. What's yeah, man. I just, I just want, I just want some type. Of he definition. built like me. Uh, yeah, I just you want, know who I just, else? I want him to have some definition, bro. Because my God, like, who? It's, it sucks, man. Who you about to say, Cooley? No, I was gonna say there's somebody else that's is he washed or he's not washed. I want to talk about Mick Foley. Oh my God, and he retired. Yeah, I, I don't know, but <laughs> I, I know where you're going, and I'm here for it. Have y'all heard the rumor about the Hall of Famer Mick Foley looking yes, to lose a hundred pounds and do one more death match on his 60th birthday? Oh, good for Absolutely, him. Absolutely, bro. Yo, good for do him. you guys want to see this? I yes. want to see it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm it. not gonna lie to you. That's fire, yes. bro. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Run it. It just Run it, it. Ma- it makes sense, bro. I know he's 60 years old, so like you know. I don't want to see if him we go can, out there if, and die, but if we can see Ric Flair till he ninety, we can see Mick Foley. We saw Terry <laughs> Funk wrestle until he was one hundred and thirty, so yeah, it's like, yeah. and it's not like Foley has to do much in a death match outside of like get hit by things. Like he ain't got to go in there and do arm drags and really try to wrestle. Just go in there, bleed a little bit, get hit, maybe slam on some thumbtacks, and you know, get pinned. I'm here for it. Hey, Tony Khan, bro, Yo. you love paying old people. I will pay money to see John Moxley versus Mick Foley in a death match. Like I will pay money. Yeah. Book that. Yeah, top Book dollar. that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like he should go out on his own terms, man. If you want to have one more match and you want it to be a death match. And on top of that, I'm health conscious. So like if you're trying to lose a hundred pounds, bro, go get your money, bro. Get out, get out there and get it cracking. Like, why not? Why not, bro? I mean, if 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 Ric Flair can re- retire like 75 times, then you deserve to retire on your own terms. So Let's get it, Mick. Let's how, get it, man. He's, he's 59 right now, right? Yeah. Bro, hey, how could... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, I have to say this, but like 
isn't Bobby Lashley like 55 or something? Yeah, he is. Bro, look at like Bobby Lashley and then look at Mick Foley. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, yeah. correction, correction. Mick Foley is 58. He turns oh, he's 59 58. in June, so he got a whole, we got a whole nother year. Oh, he can train, hold bro. It, man, run yeah. it. Run it. Run it. I'm yeah, down. I know a lot it. of people don't want that, but I'm down. I know he's 60. All right, he's about to be 60, but I'm cool. Oh, no, Bobby I'm Lashley, down. 47. Oh, okay. Oh, Why yeah, did anyway. I think Bobby Lashley was like 54? <laughs> Damn. Hey, man, you know. <laughs> hey, he looked he look good for 47, though. Bobby Lashley looks the same he did when he debuted he's, in WWE. He's exactly. never been out of shape. He looks he's young, crazy though, out of shape. Facts. Yeah, man. Shout out to Mick Foley, man. Uh, lose that 100. Let's get this going. Now, let's talk about Brock Lesnar. We've Why? all seen it on Twitter. We've all seen it <laughs> on Google. He has been scrapped from all future creative plans. His merchandise has been discounted. Damn. I believe they removed him from the Supercar game. Oh, man. It's... it's, it's it's crazy how Brock is going out, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I would never imagine this. But, fellas, is it over for the black man killer? That's insane. Is it over? You call him that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm calling a spade of a spade. Hey, I don't man. know, bro. I don't know. Oh Look. <laughs> hey, if, if the hey, Brock man. wins the world title at Mania, that would mean that the champion is a black man. And, you know, whenever the champion is a black man, Brock Lesnar ain't too far behind, bro. Comes out the Raptors. <laughs> Like Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 12. You want you want to take this one, Sylvan? Or you want me to take it? Uh, I could take it, man. Um, it, it's over for this guy. Uh, I, I think, um, you know, it's really unfortunate what we've seen the past couple of weeks and the recounts of uh, what, what happened with um, Brock Lesnar and um, how he was allegedly involved. Um, WWE is clearly just trying to separate themselves from any type of bad press and um, Brock Lesnar was listed in that lawsuit pretty explicitly. Um, even though his name wasn't verbatim listed, it was very much suggested who he was based off of a former UFC uh, champion. So um, I do think it's over for him in WWE. Also, Vince is gone, and Vince is Brock is a Vince guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't see Brock oh, turning yeah, up to work with um, Hunter and to be in a WWE. Um, <clears throat> And do anything with uh, them unless, like, Vince is around. And, I mean, it just makes a lot of sense to me, man. Um, that's how I really feel. Uh, it's unfortunate. But also, um, you know, I, I get that it's business is business with WWE. And right. quite honestly, it sucks. Because also, just my last tidbit is that, like, you know, in this whole debacle that's been happening based around Vince McMahon and these allegations, WWE is listed as a defendant. And I've been hearing murmurs that there are a lot of other people who co- could also be targeted within the company. So mm-hmm. um, I just feel like this isn't the, this is the beginning of a lot of people being accused of a lot of activity mm-hmm. that are currently in the company. That's going to have to be dealt with in a certain way. And it's really <laughs> unfortunate that this is happening right after that Netflix deal. Cause my right. God, Jesus. Hey, I was joking about it in the chat the other day, and I said that <laughs> we about to end up with WWE being ran by William Regal and, and Drake Maverick. Yo, okay. <laughs> like, like, who knows what's going to happen in the next year? Uh, yeah, I think this is it for Brock Lesnar. I would be surprised if we ever see Brock Lesnar on TV again. Um, yeah. I do kind of have a problem with the whole erase him thing because I feel like that's counterproductive. Like, I feel like at some point it's just important to acknowledge the bad things that people have done. Like, you, you don't have to erase them from history and pretend they never existed just because they did something bad. Like, 
what's the what, what was homeboy from t- um the rapper the young boy who died x x x tentacion so it's like we all know like x x's music was dope right but he was also accused of doing like some very terrible things so at some point spotify like tried to completely remove him or something right and like a lot of people kind of spoke out and they added him back i feel like stuff like that is kind of unnecessary it's like you can acknowledge the wrong things that somebody did without like just trying to cut them out from history because that's not how the world is like that's not that's just not how the world works man like acknowledge the bad things that he did like it's okay to say yo brock lesnar might have done some terrible things you know he still existed back in 2003 when he did this though like we ain't got to pretend he ain't exist so i don't really like the whole erase him thing but outside of that i think it's over for brock i don't think we'll ever see him wrestle again and it sucks because he never got his retirement like we never got to see gunther versus brock bro we're never gonna get that y'all realize that we're never gonna get that yeah that's over with yeah it's over so it it, it sucks but hey tough hey man yo Damn, that's that's crazy. He was about to retire anyway, so I mean, you know, it's kind of timely, but also like, you know, it's it's, it's deep in the rap, man. It's it's bigger than him, you know. It's it's a whole right. different merger, man. So, right, hey, man, it's deeper than the Dougie. But uh, so I still crazy. can't believe yeah. that's a quote. Uh, deeper than the Dougie is <laughs> so insane, bro. Is what is that? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. But yo, let's let's take let's talk about Trick Williams. We was talking about him earlier, a little mm. bit earlier, about, you know. He's shaky on the mic. Shaky. Still out his goddamn mind, bro. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was <laughs> clearly <laughs> wrong. I was clearly. Said, I was, I was clearly. that video clearly. I was like, this man like, a little Snow shaky. White was looking for her two doors. And there they are in the ring. Bickering and battering. <laughs> I was I was basing my pro, I was basing my opinion based off of uh, his exchange with. Um, Ilya Dragunov. I don't even know how to yeah. say Dragonov's name sometimes, man. He was yeah. he just sounded like Triple H, man. I was like, why are you giving this very serious promo? But yeah, man, know, that's listen, clearly man. not him. Uh, listen, what's going Williams, on? What's going on with Trick? Trick Williams is the one. The management were very shocked of his reaction last SmackDown. It was insane, man. Whoop that trick. What? He's a future WrestleMania main inventor, is what they're saying. <laughs> And he is about to be brought up on the main roster very soon. I cannot wait. I've been, I mean, I've been seeing this guy for the past year. You know, Quan got me back on NXT. And he's one of the few guys that I've noticed that stuck out like a sore thumb. Facts. He is the one. And I cannot wait for his future as well. Let's get I it. Gotta, I got to agree with, with, with management. Whoever said that Trick Williams is a future Mania main eventer, I got to agree, man. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to say he's not, bro. Y'all saw the reaction. He came out on SmackDown and people reacted to him like he was The Rock. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> like he had the yeah. entire and it's like it's not a lot of people that watch NXT. Like we love NXT, but NXT is the least watched WWE show. I think they average like maybe 700,000 viewers a week in in comparison to like the 2 million that SmackDown does and like the almost 2 million that Raw does. So not a lot of people watch NXT. So the fact that he got a standing ovation like that just from his music hitting on SmackDown that showed me all I need to see, man. Like, Trick Williams is the one. He's going to be that black wrestler that finally puts us back on, bro. He's going to be a future world yeah. champion. And I think he's going to be a future main eventer in, you know, WrestleMania. I don't I hate, agree. bro. I agree. Right. I agree. I, I'm, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical because of Hunter. 
Yeah. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just being, you know, I'm just being honest. Like, you know, we've been seeing, like, I mean, let's not forget Montez Ford. Yeah, man. You know, like, Mm -hmm. let's just not, like, let's not, let's not forget, man. Like, we, I mean, I I, want to see Trick go to the moon. Um, Anybody that's black, I'm rooting for it, man. Um, But, and, and, you know, look, Trick is a full specimen, bro. He's got it all. Like, he checks all the boxes, 100%, you know, and I'm, I'm a, I am a new believer for sure. Um, He's, Still learning how to wrestle though. He's still, you know, he's still yeah. green in that aspect. But you know, he, yeah, he, he's brand new to this. Yeah, he, and he's a specimen, so he, I think he'll continue to acclimate. You know, I mean, like, look, Dom is still learning his, his tropes. Fast. You know, he's still he's still got some ways before he's like well oiled. Pause. But I mean, I just want Hunter to do the right thing, man. Like well oiled machine, coolie. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Not about no oil, bro. You know, <laughs> like well oiled machine, man. You know, like, I, I gotta, I gotta. Figure out different sayings, bro. But um, <laughs> I think I think I just want Hunter to do the right thing. Yo, yeah. Hopefully he does, man. Because bickering and battering. <laughs> Shout out Trick Williams, y'all. Shout out Trick Williams. Now you know what yeah. the funniest part of that video is when he was like, "I want mellow." Yep. <laughs> I want mellow. <laughs> but I deserve it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Mel- this dude, Trick Williams, is an idiot. He's man. Amazed, He's yeah. Amazed, man. Shout, out, shout out Trick. Let's talk, let's take it to the Indies real quick, y'all. Let's take What's it to going the Indies, on? What's going on in the Jacob, Indies, brother? Jacob for two. His yeah, MLW contract has expired, which means he is a free agent. And we also heard that Booker T been trying to get this guy. For oh. those who don't know, Jacob for two is a part of the bloodline. And mm-hmm. Another one. He's it's another one out there. Yes, he's it's another one. Mm-hmm. And we're not even talking about Zilla yet. We're talking about Jacob. Yeah. And let me say one thing about Jacob. This guy is incredible. I've been seeing videos of him wrestling. Yo, he's doing moonsaults. He is insane. We need that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, we need that. Shout out to Jacob, man. But did you you see the report that Dave Meltzer, I want to say, put out that it might be hard getting Jacob Fatu a job in WWE because he has a record. He went to jail for like... Armed robbery or something, and yeah, he got records. Yeah, yeah and apparently WWE might not want that smoke with all the stuff that's going on with Vince McMahon. It's tricky. Um, uh, it's I mean, tricky. I mean, you know, he's incredible. So I'm definitely down for him pulling up to NXT. I mean, I think NXT is a safe option, right? You ain't got to be on the main roster. You can see how he does nah. for a couple. Of- I'm just saying, like, I'm like, if they're really worried about it, like, if they're really worried about his record, oh, stuff, like, just kind of like suppressing yeah, like, that whole, yeah, just maybe you know, put him on NXT for a few months and see how he does, and you know, just kind of monitor him and see where his headspace really is. Even right. though I think he should go straight to the main and you know, join the bloodline and or you know whatever they want to do with him, but join the bloodline. I don't want to hear about none of that records. If Gable Steveson is in WWE, yeah, facts. But I mean, I'm going. But I mean, but I think the problem is that this Vince McMahon stuff is going on like right now. So it's like it Ah. will kind of be bad timing. I don't agree with that. I think I think Jacob Fatu should be in the bloodline right now on TV. But like, I do get why would why they would be hesitant considering you know they under fire right now for (laughs) or or like you know I mean because Stevenson is also we forget Stevenson is a Vince McMahon thing. You know we all know like. Like there, it's very hard. Like, well, it's, of course, he this be. is a different time now. Like, Vince is <laughs> really cool. Your dumbass. Yeah, he said, he, "Of course, he is." Yeah, bro. I'm staying away from that. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, but um, 
Yeah, you know, I I, I could see. I think they should. I think Jacob um, should definitely go to NXT, do six months over there, keep it quiet, or you know, sign him quietly, keep him in the performance center for a little bit, and then when the heat blows over, bring him over to uh, the main roster. Right. But I mean, then again, I don't know, bro. Like this thing could be going on for a long time, bro. And this is just like I feel. I feel like there's. I feel, I feel like there's a lot that's about to happen with WWE. So I'm scared. I'm, ner- I'm nervous, bro. Y'all Me better- too, bro. <laughs> yeah, I better get them AEW cards in the mail, man. You know, I might have to get on this train with me because <laughs> it's looking bad. <laughs> no, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm going, man. <laughs> Tell them what they booking up, baby. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what will happen with Jacob and his free agency, man. We'll see. We'll see. Bet, bet, oh. bet, bet. That's all I got for the rundown, so you today, got? fellas. Hey, That's all I got. Appreciate man. you, right. my brother. And Send let me add. Let, let me add one more thing. Did y'all see my boy Zilla Fatu is facing Mr. Kennedy? Yup. And I think RPW, I've never heard of it, but yo, this is crazy because guess who Umaga's, who is Zilla Fatu's dad, guess who his last match was against? Mr. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy. Mr. It's kind of ill, man. It's kind of ill. It's kind of ill. I want to see Zilla join Jacob in WWE, man, but you know, it was at a record too, so. Uh, Ooh, shaky, hey, shaky, man, shaky, know. shaky, shaky. But yeah, man, appreciate you for that rundown, Cooley. Uh, let's give out some awards, yo. Let's give out some awards. So I feel like show some love. The wrestling space is a very negative space, especially right now with all this Rock versus Cody stuff going on on Twitter and Instagram. So let's show some love, bro. Let's let's get let's into our love. We See You Awards, where we want to you know acknowledge people and let them know that we see the good work that they doing. This week, I want to give my We See You head nod to my boy Samoa Joe. I feel like the wrestling space right now is very focused on the bad in AEW. Like, it's a whole lot of chatter about the falling attendance and, you know, the the ratings that are declining. But lost in all this is the fact that Samoa Joe, who is a very deserving guy, is world champion right now. And this is a guy that I have followed, like, much longer than his WWE run. I was a Samoa Joe fan back in the Ring of Honor days, like 04, 05. And I followed Samoa Joe over to TNA, where he was a world champion yeah. over there. And he was an X Division champion. That's when yeah. that's when Samoa Joe really got it popping. That's mm. when I got on. All right. Now, Samoa Joe ended up making it to WWE, and he couldn't really get over that hump. WWE never really trusted him enough to put a world title on him. Vince I think he was he might have been NXT world champion, but we know that. That's... NXT World Championship ain't the World Heavyweight Championship. So I think that is dope that we're finally seeing Samoa Joe in a major company with a main title. Like, this this is super ill. So I think that, you know, wrestling fans need to get out of our own bullshit, leave all the attendance talk and the ratings talk to somebody else, and acknowledge a real man. So I want to acknowledge Samoa Joe right now and let him know that we see you, brother. We see you. We definitely see you. We see you, Samoa. Yes, sir. I want to get my We See You award to Drew McIntyre. I got to show you love because I definitely <laughs> bombed on Ooh. you. You know, I definitely bombed on you last you week, bombed. man. And quite honestly, you giving one of the best heel promos that I've seen in a very long time and trolling CM Punk has made me a true believer in you. <clears throat> and I don't even say believer, honestly, man. A true, <laughs> I'm true. I'm invested in you. You know, like I'm. I've never been invested in you, Drew McIntyre. I've always thought you were a specimen. I always thought you were a great wrestler. Um, always thought that you had all the makings of a WWE superstar. But I didn't really care. 
but last week you made me care and it takes a lot um in my opinion to make me care about someone in terms of their character and be invested in him uh so i'm giving you your flowers and i hope that you get everything that you rightfully deserve we dope, see you drew we, we see, see you, you drew i am giving my we see you award this week to nick nemeth formerly known as Dolph ziggler my he guy. made his he made his debut at gcw against matt cardona it was a cool match mm-hmm. um yeah man he's he's been through the churches he's been through a lot Facts. Man. yeah one of he's my been favorites a lot. Man. He, he's a great wrestler um he just did his rounds in TNA. Now he's in another promotion. Uh, f- hats off to him. Flowers to him. It was a funny spot. <laughs> Cardona said. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you're not about to steal my spot. You the rock or something, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. It was hilarious, man. He got his win. Yeah. He beat Matt. Um, so, yeah, man. Shout out to Nick Nemeth, man. And I would love to see both them guys back in WWE, man. Yeah, man. Like, let's let's, let's stop playing around and give Matt his, his second run, bro. Like, come on, man. You're not gonna do that, bro. You don't They're think not. so? I mean, his wife is there, Chelsea Green. I think they yeah. should. I, I, man, look, I want to see all these guys. But I mean, look, I was the biggest Dolph Ziggler fan. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I want to see, I want to see them all in WWE, but. You know they're they're up in age, man, and I don't think WWE really sees any value of <clears throat> bringing them back, especially when they got all these new stars and NXT popping up. And you know it's just it's a, it's a lot, man. It's really tough. So right, yeah. But yeah, man, we definitely see you, Nick Nemeth. We definitely see you, Drew McIntyre, and we definitely see you, Samoa Joe. So keep up the good work, my brothers. Let's get into some more awards, man. Y'all know what it is. Black Wrestler of the Week, where we show our love to our favorite black wrestlers, both past and present. This week, my nominee for Black Wrestler of the Week would be a guy that I'm surprised hasn't won Black Wrestler of the Week yet on this podcast. None other than my boy, Shelton Benjamin. Hey. hey. Ain't no stopping me. No. 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 Used to love that theme. Used to love that theme. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin is... He's a curious case, I feel like, because, um, you know, he had a pretty ill WWE career, but he never really made it to the level that we all expected him to. Like, he was never a world champion. And we all know he had the talent to be a world champion. Like, he had all the talent in the world. This is one of the most athletic wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. And he's responsible for some of the craziest athletic feats I've ever seen. Like, do y'all remember when he ran up the ladder at WrestleMania? I want to say it was the very first Money in the Bank match. Uh He ran up the ladder like it was stairs and then did a flip off the top of it. Like, it was nuts. One thing I love about Shelton Benjamin is the fact that he never puts his head down and complains. Because, you know, it's easy to get disgruntled when you're not being used to the best of your ability. And I feel like that is... Shelton Benjamin's WWE career in a nutshell. He might have got handouts here and there with like intercontinental title runs and tag team title runs, but he was never given the ball the way he deserved. And a lot of people in that position would have ran to Twitter, ran to Instagram, you know, like sent sub shots at the company. We've seen Cedric Alexander actually do that a couple of times, but Shelton Benjamin never did any of that. He kind of just, you know, took it in stride and kept it moving. So shout out to Shelton Benjamin. He is my nomination. I want to hear from y'all fellas. Who y'all got? Yes, sir. So my Black Wrestler of the Week this week is going to be no none other than B-Fab, 
who made her. Hey, he's pandering. He's pandering. He's pandering. Hey. I'm just saying. I'm like, she made her resurgence last okay. week. Well, on Friday. She made her. She uh, did. Well, yeah, last week. She made her resurgence last week on Friday. Haven't seen B-Fab in a long time uh, since they teased <laughs> her versus teased her joining. What are they called the, again? The Pride. Bro. Are they really? But they're not even introducing them as the Pride. Yeah, they haven't. Maybe they scrapped it. I don't know, man. I hope I they did. Know. But Please, since Lord. they uh, since they've been teasing against the Sue Prophets, I'm just gonna call them that. Uh, the Sue Prophets, uh, like three or four months ago, and I thought they dropped those plans, but she came out on SmackDown to join her fellow brethren, and it's just really cool to see uh, her being used in another faction. Last faction we saw her with was obviously Hit Row where she was the soul of Hit Row, and we didn't really get a chance to see that either on the main roster. So I'm hoping that she'll be able to be the spokesperson of the Sioux Prophets because I don't want to see Bobby talking like that, you know, ever at all. So ever. giving you your flowers, B-Fab, also because I want to see more black women wrestlers in WWE. Um, oh, yeah, but, but he didn't want to see Sasha Banks over in AEW, but in WWE, I want to see the black women. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I like I I don't uh, like what do you mean like I all I said was that Mercedes Monet isn't gonna make a difference in AEW. Am I wrong? Whatever, we'll bro. see. Whatever, you just bro. mad because their booking sucks. Like that's not my problem. It's not my but problem man, that you know, they can't book a show right now. Hey, the last time I checked, the whole internet was erupting right now because the booking over in WWE. You know what I'm saying. Yikes. We book a man to win the Royal Rumble and then don't give him a title shot at WrestleMania. Yeah, he is getting a title shot, just not the (laughs) one that they want. They're going to get the European title shot. (laughs) Shout out to B Fab, man. Bro, say European title shot. Bring back the European title, man. That was hard. That's hard. I I, I wasn't expecting B Fab this week. That's kind of, that was, that that caught me off guard. Wow. Yo, shout out to B Fab. I I truly believe that that was supposed to be Bianca, but I don't think they're going to take chances of turning her heel. I mean, yeah, she, so, yeah, she's also. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't she's know. Too why. Over. She's, she's too, too over. Yeah, she's too over. She's a star. She's female scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't. Female you don't ruin her, that by turning her heel. Yeah, yeah. But today I am giving it to Shelton Benjamin. Man, listen, man. Hey, no stopping me. Whoa, Shelton Benjamin started wrestling when I was nineteen years old. Man, he's been through it all. Uh, OVW, he had championships down that way with Brock. Um, mm-hmm. Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Ro- Rodney, Rodney mm-hmm. Mack, Rodney Mack, my boy. Yeah, with Rodney Mack. Yeah, I man. forgot all about that. Wow, bro, he's he's been a, he's been around. Um, wow. I remember he was in Team Angle. Yeah, mm-hmm. he also with had Charlie a classic Haas. with he also had a classic with Shawn Michaels on a random on Raw. A Raw. Yeah, and a classic yeah. like a bona fide classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So shout out, shout out, Shelton. You know, he always he always kept his head high. He just came to work and did what he had to do. Um, and he was unfortunately let go about a year or two ago. But um, hopefully he's doing great. Do y'all know what he's doing now? I hope he. I. I, I wouldn't. I'm I don't see sure. why they didn't uh, keep him on as a trainer or something. But I'm might, sure he'll be yes, back. Something. I, I definitely. Shelton is somebody that I definitely see back. He'll, he'll probably yeah. be involved in NXT at some point, just like yeah, helping man. train those kids. Yeah. He's he incredible, man. Yeah, like, he's dope, Benjamin, man. Sheldon is a guy that we saw get a uh remember the angle where they had his mom at ringside? His mom was his manager. Bro, like, yes. Bro. <laughs> yeah, that was fire. Stupid stuff. Like bro. WWE was doing the dumbest things ever with Shelton, but he never complained. Vince man. Was, he man. Just, never complained, man. So right. shout out, shout out Shelton and Benjamin. We giving you flowers this week, brother. Facts, facts, facts. Shout Indeed. out to B Fab too. Shout she out to was B-Fab looking good. Sure. She was in there with her little 
black and red Jordan ones. I was like, I, I, I see you. I see you. I see you. Yeah. All right, fellas. Y'all know what time it is, man. We got all the love and the hand holding out the way. It's time for the, the infamous segment, the Pack 'em Up Awards, where we pack up the most infamous moments in wrestling. Oh. This week, <laughs> I hate to do this. I hate to do this. So, fellas, I was on Twitter, right? I was scrolling, and I saw a picture of Diamond Dallas Page, Brutus Creed, and Braun Breaker. When I say Braun Breaker had the worst tan I've ever seen in my life, mm. I didn't know if it was Braun Breaker or Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> in Tropic Thunder, bro. Like, Braun Breaker looked like oh, Terrence man. Howard. He looked like a light-skinned black man, bro. I didn't know if it was LeBron James or Braun Breaker. So this week, I got to pack up Braun Breaker, man. Please, please, please lay off the spray tans. You are an incredible athlete. You are one of the best going right now. And I do think that you are a future world heavyweight champion in a big way. You're going to be a guy. You're going to be that guy. But that spray tan, man, that was terrible. Lay off of it. I wish I could attach the picture so y'all could see that right now. Like, he he looked like Don Cheadle, bro. I'm like, fam. Put it to the screen. <laughs> Did you see? Fam. Yeah, my man looked like The guy like in the middle... Is white. Yeah. What what what's going on, bro? Man, like what's Robert going Downey on? Robert Downey Jr. Jr. from uh, Tropic Thunder, man. It's tough, Ooh, bro. He looked like Terrence Howard in in Hustle and Flow. Man, he looked like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Brown Baker though. Brown Baker, what he can kick my ass. He's a, a big dude, athletic as hell. He runs the ropes like a maniac. Yeah. I think he's a future world champion. But that spray tan was not it. I don't. What's going on with these people in NXT, man? What's going on? We got Lexus King with the crazy beards. We got yeah. Brown Breaker running around looking like a light skinned black man. Like, I, what's going on down I, there, bro? I low key feel like I feel like um, Sean is just letting them do whatever they like. I feel like he's letting them do whatever they want. It's like, yo, just try it. Like, see if it gets over. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is a place right. where you can figure it out. Like, right? Yeah. But shout out to Brown. But I got to shout out to Brown, man. Man. Um. I'm packing up the IWC today. Woo! I already gave you guys my spill, and I'm very sorry that I called you guys losers. Uh, I want to take that back. But my God, how toxic can you be? I mean, to complain about Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania 40, it's got to be the mo most privileged standpoint I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, you guys have actual wrestlers coming out on Twitter saying that you guys are toxic and that they're embarrassed. <laughs> right, Ricochet. Like, actual wrestlers. You know, that's how you know that it's embarrassing, man. I understand you guys want Cody to win. I get it. But Cody's going to win. He's going to win at the right time, at the highest moment. And I want you guys to just be very, very patient and let this thing play out because it's playing out for all of our best benefits, including WWE. But the way y'all have been acting has been absolutely unacceptable. Y'all make me embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. And I think y'all need to get a grip because it's really, really, really trash the way y'all are acting. Mm -hmm. So I'm packing every single one of y'all up. And I hope y'all act like y'all got some home training instead of acting like kids who didn't get candy after having dinner. Mm-mm-mm. They're not going to. Never. They're it's not disgusting. going to. It's what it is, man. I'm packing up Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey. Yeah. What? I'm packing up Cody Rhodes. Cody, listen to me, man. You let The Rock bully you out your spot? That's hilarious. What are you, what are you, what are you 
doing? What is you doing, man? You're 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 on the cover of WWE 2K24 this year, man. This is your year. You're supposed to finish your story. You pointed at that WrestleMania banner and was yelling at Roman while he was looking at you crazy. And you just let a part timer, trash black Adam actor, movie star, The Rock come in and take your spot, bro. You're getting packed up, man. You're a muffin. You're soft. Gross Damn, the balls, brother. Gross the balls, brother. What's going on, man? I know you ain't gonna tough, like that. Man. They not That's gonna tough, like that man. at all. My father said. <laughs> you let your fans down with this one, man. Yo, that, that on, definitely got to be a clip, bro. We yeah. that, we gotta definitely make that a clip because the IWC not gonna like that. Not gonna like Cooley that. Cooley about to be fire this week. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Hey, I man. Thought you was Cody, cool. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you was finishing your story, man. But you let Dwayne Johnson just come in and bogart your stuff, man. <laughs> Caught that boy a muffin. Tough cookie. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, Cody Rhodes is <laughs> Cody softer than a Reebok Classic, man. Like, come on, man. Yo, come <laughs> on, dog. Let the Rock come Relax. in, catch the ball, and run with it, bro. Bro, the Rock. CM Punk would never do that, man. CM hey, Punk would have subtweeted or something. He would have been like, Nah, bro. Like, y'all not doing this to me. Cody my said, now you know what? Softer now than you a wait. Reebok Classic. That's crazy, bro. Oh my god. Damn, you know Cody. who I stole that from? I stole that from Beanie Siegel, man. Beanie Siegel said that on a, a freestyle. <laughs> Softer than a Reebok classic. Sick, dog. But yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Cody, man. It's, it's, it's to Cody, tough. Though. It's you tough to me, watch. Damn, man. It pains me to watch, but at the end of the day, like, man, Cody's a made, man, bro. Not me. Cody's yeah, a I pray made. for this, man. And look, before we get out of here, I just want to say, y'all do realize, this is what I was speaking towards last week, right? When I was saying that, you know, if Cody goes into Mania and loses... The internet is going to go crazy, and I'm just trying to let y'all know, Cody a made man, and blah, blah, blah. Y'all kind of rolled your eyes. No, well, not y'all, because Cooley didn't roll his eyes, but Sylvan rolled his eyes. He was, oh, but Cody needs that title to solidify it, blah, blah, blah. He does. I know, but my my whole point is that he's he's going to get it, bro. Yeah, it you're just, right. It, it might not be this WrestleMania, and like clearly it's not going to be, but this is what I was trying to speak towards. I, I was saying it, you know, to, Cody is a made man. He's the cover of 2K. He's on the posters. He's on the cups. His merch sells the most. House shows are advertised with him on the billboard. Like hey, you his know, face is on the side of the production trucks. Like you, Cody's the man. He's gonna get a title. It just might not be in the next two months. Like just calm down. You know what's but, you know, crazy is um what that promo he had after he won the rumble has a whole different feeling now. You know, he yeah. was like, I am the man. It's just like, ah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I don't know anymore. Like, I feel you. He had to come out and say it, bro, because he knew what was about to happen. Right, right, right. But Cody is the man, bro. He's going to get his championship run at some point. It just, yeah. you know, we got to wait a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. We waited this. If we could wait a year last year. Like, if we can wait a year. We can make wait six more months, man. It's okay. It's okay. I can wait another okay. year. Let's get it, man. As long as he doesn't lose to Roman again. That's the only thing I don't want. We'll see. We'll see. But WWE might pivot, man. They might be feeling that pressure from the fans. They might pivot and give Cody Rhodes his match at Mania. And Cody might actually win it. He might finish the story. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And until next time, this has been Wrestling with the Homies. I thank y'all for tuning in. Please subscribe if you haven't already. We're trying to get to 1,000 over here. So help us get yes. there. Help us get there. Subscribe now and comment below, man. Let us know your favorite moments from this episode. If you got any questions, let those questions go. Maybe we'll read those questions next episode. Maybe we'll answer some of y'all questions. But let us know how y'all feeling down below. And we out of here. Peace.